Hey, welcome to a special secret sauce episode of Ferris 64, which technically won't be a part of Ferris 64 on YouTube, but we've already discussed that in the pre-recording process. But welcome in. Uh, this is a year. This is an annual thing we do now. Um, annual, Yemi. How many years have been doing it? Well, this is the second annual uh, good start or bad chart event. That's right. Where me and my colleagues are going to rate the teams, all the 32 teams of the NFL, if their start was good or bad, as the name implies. Hey, who am I here with today? That's right, it's the man, the myth, and the legend. He runs Fireside Entertainment, and he streams Weeaboo games. It's Nomad Eric. Hello, hello, hello. And in this corner, we have the man with the syrup on top. He's pretty swole, and he sometimes can be heard on other episodes of the podcast. And his name is Greedy Waffles. Yo, yo, how's it going? It's going pretty good. Guys, three weeks into the NFL, and uh, how are you feeling? Well... I'm glad football's back. Given this year, I feel like we really needed it. Um, I would like to say, Yemi, that um, that little intro you did there probably sounded better than some of these teams' seasons have gone so far. To be certain. Oh yes. (laughs) Well, like I said at the beginning, we are going to be going over all 32 game uh, teams, not games. 32 (laughs) teams. Um, And how are we going to do this? Well, each one of us is going to pick a team that we want to talk about first. Uh, and we're going to go in like a round-robin slash draft pick type style where each of us picks a team and starts the conversation. And to start it off, you guys are you guys in, the, in, in this conversation are wondering how are we doing the rotation, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my, my picks for last week's games, I got a rousing. A, rou- uh, a rebel rousing, I should say. Mm-hmm. A rebel rousing amount correct. And that number Ooh. was, as I scroll through this, uh, and I forgot uh, what number I... Uh, hold on, I wrote it out. <laughs> 11. 11. I got 11 <laughs> picks correct, that's right. Ooh, wow, it feels impressive. Good. Impressive. Uh, I know I got one wrong. <laughs> So that means I'm going first in the rounds. Right. Greedy Waffles going second with the second most at nine, I believe. And then Nomad, I don't even want to say yours. Um, a little did bit I even out. get? Did I, I got at least one right. A little right? bit embarrassing. I, I, picked, <laughs> I picked one game right. Right. <laughs> I, I I think I think the biggest blunder on on Nomad's um the Raiders were going to beat the Patriots. Yeah, I had a lot more faith in Chucky, honestly. I, <laughs> yeah, that was my upset pick. Um, it, it, it was it a good pick. Me. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, good pick. They looked good in uh, coming out of uh, New Orleans, but anyways, yeah. we'll get there when we get there. All right, we'll get there when we get there. All right, so since I have the first pick today, guys, I'm going to go with a team that I didn't think that I was going to be following this year, and you know what that team is. It's the Green Bay Packers. Mm. They are 3-0, and they blew up 
all three teams that they went against. Now the te- the the Packers versus Saints game was was actually quite tight, but mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is playing like a young man again, and it's really awesome to see him now that I am like a hundred percent into football. Right during the 2016 Brown season when they went zero and or one and fifteen was that 2015 or 2016? That's when I started. Mm, yeah, and the think. Packers have been kind of like iffy since then, but now. This year, I get to actually see Aaron Aaron Rodgers doing something good and looking like his prime. Yeah, I would uh, I would agree with that, and uh, I think um, the organization lit a fire under him because they drafted a quarterback uh, with the last year's uh, twenty nineteen or twenty twenty draft. Yeah, and uh, that I think that kind of pissed him off, and so <laughs> a lot of people are identifying this as the revenge. Year, uh, mm-hmm. and he's lighting it up. And even when uh, he played against the Saints, he had his uh, top receiver out, Devonte Adams. Mm-hmm. I, I believe he had him out. Well, and I think most of his wide receivers, like he, they don't have any like big names. Like well, Devonte Adams is a big name. Well, but... I don't. I I, I only know um, Scandling. I, what's his name? It's a really long name, Scandling, because I had him on my fantasy team last year. And then I only know Lazard because I have him on my fantasy fantasy team this year. Other than that, I couldn't I couldn't name a single wide receiver, but he makes them look good because he's throwing these dime throws that are excellent. Yeah, and the thing about the Packers that has me so uh, inclined with them is the fact that Aaron Rodgers has never had the running game that he currently has backing him up. I mean, I'm looking over here at the stats right now, and if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the Packers have the number two rushing attack mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, stat-wise here, it's loading back up for me. Loading back up. Ba, 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 ba. Come on. <laughs> it was it was literally right here. And it waits till now. Yeah, okay, so they have the number two offense in general. Um, I believe they had the number two running attack and the number six passing attack total. Mm-hmm. Um Aaron Rodgers has never had that that uh, rushing game. Yeah, there it is. Yep, 171.7 uh, rushing yards a game total for the team. He's never had this running attack to back him up. Not only that, but Aaron Jones is playing his tail off in the passing game. But trust me, I have him in fantasy. <laughs> He's, he put up he put up 40 points two weeks ago. The man does everything for him, and Aaron Rodgers has never had that. You know, his his number one receiver right now is a dude named Alan Lazard. Okay, I don't even know who that is. People were picking him up in fantasy, and I laughed because I thought it was a practice squad player. But he's their number one receiver right now. So he, you know, can they sustain it throughout the season? It's hard to say. You know, they haven't beaten great teams this season. Well, they they, they have a pretty easy schedule compared to most other teams. That's the one. I don't think the Saints are good. Uh, we'll get to them later. I don't think the Saints are good this year. Um, they beat other outside of that. They beat the Vikings and Lions. They haven't beaten any top tier teams, in my opinion. Uh, they well, don't play a top tier team until Week Five with the Bucks. That's going to be a good test. Well, but, what what's standing out to me is sorry to cut you off, but what's standing out to me is they won at Minnesota Vikings, the stadium dome, which is impressive, a hard stadium to play at, and at New Orleans, which has also been known as a tough stadium to play at. And then they won against Detroit at home, but. I mean, that was a pretty easy win, but still, to win those two games on the road, I think that's pretty darn impressive. You see, the Packers have embarrassed good teams, and they've destroyed bad teams. And that is what I think that you need to look at at this schedule. 
the Saints went into that game on Sunday going, oh, yeah, we got this, right? Mm-hmm. But what happened? Oops. Oopsie. We lost? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you lost because the Packers outplayed you. Um, so I think that that's the difference between the Packers and, and uh, any other team on this list that we have for their, the games that they, they, they play against is, like, the Packers have... I don't know. They just have the drive this year. And I know last year people say, oh, 13-3 is good. It's great. It's a great school. You know, that's a great, you know, 13-3 is great. Um, But people are like, oh, they kind of coasted into it, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, you don't get that deep into the playoffs off of like a a coast, you know? And I think this year with the team that they have and with Aaron Rodgers being like fired up because they drafted a rookie, I think that, I think that, uh, I think I might lock them up as one of my picks to go to the Super Bowl. I wouldn't quite go that far yet um, because I have a couple teams that would like to have a word with you. (laughs) Um, But one of them you guys probably aren't expecting um, because they did kind of lose a game I thought they should have won this week. But um, I think the thing about the Green Bay Packers is last year, yes, they went 13-3. and But I was one of the ones that was like, I'm not confident in this 13-3. and I'm not confident in it. Now, admittedly, I wasn't confident in the 49ers anyway. They went to the Super Bowl. They proved me wrong because they had a really good defense. But a lot of times in the playoffs, and you see this every single year with the exception of Patrick Mahomes because he's a magician, defense typically carries you farther in the playoffs than offense does. So if Green Bay's defense continues to let people like Kirk Cousins and um, you know uh, Alvin Kamara and stuff like that, if the defense can't learn how to stop these star players – then they're going to struggle in the playoffs. It'll get them. The, Aaron Rodgers can get them to the playoffs in his sleep. That's not a question. Can they replicate this success with this formula in the playoffs? I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is Patrick Mahomes anymore. That could be this, the the difference maker. We'll have to see. Yeah, I agree with you. I uh, if it comes down to playoffs, I think playoffs mostly become shootouts. And well, I mean, early play. Or I would say more late playoffs become shootouts than early playoffs. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers and the Packers could keep up in like a shoot off. Like I mean, like a shoot off as like a high scoring, you know, back to back scoring games or drives. Yeah. And I don't think the Packers have the talent to do that, or the defense to stop that, or to stop mm-hmm. like the game. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers would be able to keep up with this offense. But who knows? I guess we'll have to no? wait and see. But for now, are we all agreeing that they have a good start? Uh, they're three and zero. You can't say no. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. have to say yes. <laughs> three and zero. <laughs> I can say no, but that's if you. But want. I'm, I, saying, I I'm saying good yeah. start. I'm saying good start in this. Yeah, week. I'm saying good start too. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm going to write this down so that we keep in mind uh, who we've done because I I tend to be a little forgetful. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I actually totally forgot about that. So, um, you're the you're the scribe. All right. Okay. Green Bay. Perfect. Good. Okay, right. next up is Mr. Greedy Waffles, a.k.a. Nick. Okay, what's uh, what's staying the same uh, division? Uh, the NFC North, which we just talked about the Packers, who are uh, leading the division. Let's go to the Bears. Uh, I want to start off by uh, Mitch Trubisky. I was never too high on him. I n- never thought he was a good quarterback. Uh, I just want to, they're 3-0. I just want to start off and say this is not a good start. I really? I don't agree with them. I do not. Uh, um, I, I have to see what uh, their backup Nick Foles does. But last week they played the Falcons, and the Falcons are known to blow leads. But uh, the past two games they only won by four points with the um, 
Mitch Trubisky. And I just, I, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in for the Bears. What do you guys think? Well, yeah, they've won by four points against the Lions and the Giants. Two of, um, two of the more. I mean, the Giants is one of the worst teams in the league so far, but the Lions are kind of mediocre. Um, you really need to be embarrassing the Giants if you're going to be like a playoff contender. I, I, well, okay, so obviously I'm an NFC East fan, uh, so I follow the Giants a little bit closely. They also played the Giants the game, if I'm not mistaken, that Saquon Barkley got hurt. That's true. And he got hurt in the end. So they still had Saquon. As long as you have, as long as Giants have Saquon Barkley, they have a chance because they can just run, they can just run it up your face. Um, the thing about the Giants is the Giants do have a decent defense. That's the only thing they have is a decent defense. They have no offense. So them only beating them by four is it, it, it's a win. And, and as far as I'm concerned, I, I, I'm I, I'm still on the, the the fence that with the Bears. Obviously, I don't think they are a good three and O team. They kind of remind me a little bit of a of a poor man's last year Packers, where it was like I don't I'm not confident in that thirteen and three. I'm not confident in this three and O, but it's still three and O. And I don't know if you can necessarily say that they've had a bad start when they are still three and zero. The Bears were never picked to be a good team, you know what I'm saying? They're that just not one of the worst teams, and they're proving it because they're beating the teams that are below them. Um, will they probably fin- do? They have a chance of finishing the season eight and eight, absolutely. But I'm pretty sure most Bear fans, given the last couple of years, would take eight and eight this year, um, especially if Nick Foles plays well. We say he's a backup, but. Most people thought he was going to be the starter when he when he went there. Yeah, I'm not saying that eight and eight. I mean, looking at their schedule next week, they got or this week they got the Colts, Tampa, Panthers, Rams, Saints, t- Tennessee, Vikings, Packers. Yeah, their schedule. So, I don't know. Bad. Eight and eight, but... let me push. If they beat some of these teams, it'll be time to take them seriously. They yeah. might. They, yeah. The Colts is a toss up. Buccaneers. Tom Brady is going to remind them who Daddy is. Um, oh, Panthers. Panthers might go the Bears' way. The Rams, I don't even know if they're good or not. They're another team confusing me. Saints, again, are they good? Are they bad? Is you know what have you? Uh, this could still be a nine and seven season for the Bears. Three and zero is definitely where they needed to start if they want to compete this year. Keep in mind, there's an additional playoff spot now. There's a third wild card, so they could still sneak into the third wild card spot. Um, but we'll have to see if Nick Foles is the real deal. Let's not forget, there was an article that posted at the beginning of 2019 that said, is Mitch Trubisky soon to be the king of the NFC North? And now we laugh. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm not like, like Nick Foles, he was great two years on the Eagles. And then he went to the Jaguars and didn't produce. And the Jaguars spent all that money on him just to have him, you know, break his collarbone, then come back and, and stink up the place and put the Minshew back in. Now he's on the Bears, and you wonder if if he can keep this hot streak going. Um, obviously, with the Eagles, it kind of petered out the second year they went deep into the playoffs. Um, but, uh, you know, Turbisky isn't hurt, unlike the Eagles teams he played on. Uh, where Wentz got hurt, the you know the, the regular quarterback got hurt, and then he had to take over. So mm-hmm. it's very possible that we will see Trubisky again, maybe sometime during the Rams game or Saints game. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think that we're going to see Trubisky again this year if, if Foles doesn't produce. Yeah, it's totally possible, yeah. I can see it. All right, All so right. what are we saying? Come Good me. start or bad shirt? I'm saying bad shirt. I'm saying good start. 
So I think you're the tiebreaker here, uh, Yemi. Well, you gotta hand it to him to go three and zero. Uh, so I'm gonna give him a good start as well. But it could easily turn into a bad start if they lose against the next three teams that they're going to. Yeah, if I'm they, gonna if put they them two as a out of good three question. games. Then yeah, I'll keep that good start. But if they lose all three, uh, you know, there's something a little bit fishy. You know, they're a fake, fake good mm-hmm. team. Fake good. Uh, I'm gonna put them down here as a uh, good question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, Perfect. So my turn to pick a team. Um, you know, let's let's keep this trend going. Uh let's keep let's keep talking about the NFC North. Um, I'm gonna look at the Detroit Lions here. Okay. Now you lost by four to the Bears. Again, we don't know. And, and, and quite frankly, let's let's call a spade a spade. Detroit should have won that game. Mm-hmm. All right, their rookie literally dropped the literally dropped the touchdown. They hit him in his hands wide open with seven seconds left. Yeah, that was a hard I mean, breaker, even for me, yeah. not a Lions fan. Then they got steamrolled by the Packers, but they were in that game at halftime. And then they beat the Cardinals, who is my dark horse MVP candidate, Kyle Murray. We'll, uh, Kyler Murray. We'll come back to that later. Um, they beat the Cardinals. You know. Matthew Stafford has almost thrown for a thousand yards, and it's only been three games. That's something. Um, but he's not getting a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's not getting a lot of help on uh, the defensive side of the ball. Um, Adrian Peterson's having a career revival. I I don't know if you can be upset that they lost to the Packers, but I don't know if I can necessarily say that this is a good start for them because. Their next five games is Saints, Jaguars, Falcons, Colts, Vikings. They can always come back. Then they get the Washington uh, Washington football team, rather. Then the back half of their schedule sucks. I mean, you're, you got Vikings, Bucks, Titans, Packers, Bears, if they're good, Texans, if they're good. Like, the back end of the schedule is rough. Starting one and two is not optimal. Yeah, sometimes your start can make or break your season, you know? If you uh-huh. lose the games that you should win. You know, then there's a problem there, and we can talk about that with the Cardinals against the Lions when they talk about the Cardinals. But um, I think the Lions still have a chance this year for sure. But uh, they need—I think they need to feed Adrian Peterson a little bit more, and they need to need to need to protect Matthew Stafford because, as we saw last year, when Matthew Stafford is not with the team, they go down the toilet, like uh-huh. straight to the toilet. Like the bowl is empty and they just go straight into it. it they're they're agree, it's, agree. Just, it's terrible to see them without Matthew Stafford. And I like Matthew Stafford He's, as a quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He yeah. just has a, a terrible offensive line, which has gotten him hurt multiple times. And their defense just sucks. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Uh, he's been sacked nine times. He has, uh, he only got sacked once against the bears, but got sacked four times against green Bay and Arizona. So he's getting hit. Yeah, and he's not Cam Newton. He's hard. He's he's not built for that. He's no. like an old school quarterback. He he reminds me a lot of Tony Romo, honestly, almost identical to Tony Romo. Great player, but his team always seems to let him down. I'll be honest, Matthew Stafford might be the best player in the NFL that's never played in the Super Bowl and never played. Has he even made the playoffs? You know, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think he has. That's ridiculous, man. If he hasn't made the playoffs, that's almost criminal. I would request a trade yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I agree with everything you guys said. Matthew Stafford is an excellent quarterback, and as Yemi said, they are absolutely hot garbage without him. Uh, Adrian Peterson, man, that that name is so 
old, <laughs> and I love it that he's still in the league and he's still, you know, kicking ass. And I, I think I saw a little something on Twitter that the Lions plan to feed him more. So that that has to be interesting. I don't know about that because he could get hurt easily. Uh, he no. does have a his he has a history of injuries. He didn't get uh, hurt much with the with well they were the Redskins when he was with them. He didn't get hurt much with them. That's true. So hopefully, um, whoever his trainers are, are you know <laughs> protecting him pretty damn well. But yeah. uh, I do I huh. Yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about them. Yeah. I, I just feel bad for Matthew Stafford. I feel like Detroit has got to get the wide receivers going. They have two of the top. They have an excellent tandem. And yeah, Galladay and Jones. Yeah, why, is tight, why is a tight end their leading receiver? That's I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what their draft was last year. I don't um, Jeff Okuda was they... the number one pick. He, he was the cornerback from Ohio State, so he's – you know, solidifying himself. Uh, DeAndre Swift was their second-round pick. He's the one that dropped that touchdown against the Bears. Um, and then they went uh, linebacker, guard, guard. Uh, Cephas is a wide receiver. I've never heard his name before. Another running back in the defense. So they went pretty heavy on the defensive side, it looks like. Uh, I don't know why they help. didn't do any, like, uh, offensive line. So maybe that's, How like, about, they, they did do two offensive linemen, two, two guards. Yeah. And it sounds like they need more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're doing better this year, but like nobody said, I've already been sacked nine times in three games. That's that's not good. <laughs> no. Um, Is this Matt Patricia's last year with the Lions, you think? 100%. 110%. I mean, he hasn't won with them. I mean, I understand giving a coach time to build a team, but never once have I looked at this Detroit Lions team and go, you know what, they're going to be good next year. Yeah. No, you know, I, 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 keep, I keep seeing... I keep looking at this team and going, they should be winning now. They have an amazing wide receiver duo. They now have a really dominant running back duo in Peterson and Swift. They've got Matthew Stafford, and they've got a decent defense. Not a great defense, but a decent defense. You know, they have Jamie Collins. You know, he's pretty. He's really good. They just drafted that excellent cornerback from Ohio State, Jeff Okuda. They've got a decent team. Why aren't they winning? Hmm. That's on coaching at that point. And I'm a Washington fan, so I know all about that. You're you're a Cleveland fan, <laughs> yep. so you know all about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. At some point, you got to look at the coach and go, "What aren't you doing to get these boys in shape?" All right, are we all in agreement for a bad shark? Yes, I would say yeah. bad. Yep, bad shark. It's good that they won against the Cardinals because the uh, Cardinals are, um, you know, they're a pretty good team. But um, if it was just a fluke and they fail the rest of the year, yeah, I think we're seeing their coach going bye-bye, and I think uh, we're mm-hmm. seeing Matthew Stafford being traded. Yeah. Uh, last thing I'll say about this. Sure. Adrian Peterson is averaging 4.9 yards a carry. Feed that man. Yes. Like yeah. I said at the beginning, like, cool. just, just give him the ball a few more times. Come on. <laughs> he may be old, but it, it still works. If, if he's your best player, you should always, he should always see at least 15 touches. That's always my thing. Oh, yeah. All right, let's switch gears. We're going to go to the uh, the AFC now. And I got to take this team before uh, Greedy decides to be cheeky. I'm going to go with the uh, Buffalo Bills. I would have never done that from you. <laughs> no, that's your boy. <laughs> I love the Bills this year, and I loved them last year. Josh Allen, I think he's grown so much as a, as a quarterback in the past uh, few uh, games that he's played. The Rams game was tough, and I think that there was a lot of problems on Bill's defense, uh, but the offense was a pretty well-oiled machine through the most part, and 
I, I know what everyone's saying, oh, but there was a flag at the end of the, that tipped the turn of the, the tide of the game, and it, yeah, sure, the flag did help, um, but I do think that it was it was a holding call for sure, uh, or pass interference call for sure, in my opinion, watching it back and forth, and I think that the throws that Josh Allen is making to these receivers, Cole Beasley and, and Stephon Diggs and, and Brown, I think it's, it's all working so well, and I think that they're really firing all, on all cylinders. Um, I just think I just have a fear that their defense is going to let a team like the Dolphins or you know uh, the Jets or something get a win over them because the defense has been allowing so many points per game. Uh, and it, some, you know, I will say this: there are a few turnovers that Josh Allen obviously needs to scratch from his record. But compared to last year, the amount of fumbles, turnovers, it's all down. And I think that's that's good progression for uh, a player like Josh Allen because he's so aggressive on the field. He he will rush. He'll try and do those pinpoint throws. And I really enjoy watching him play. And that's why the Bills have become one of my favorite teams to watch because it's just so it's just so fun to see them on the field. And, and when he did that final throw for a touchdown, oh, man, my heart jumped. I, I jumped up with joy and, and, and yelled. And it's like I haven't really done that for any team besides the Browns in the, you know, since I started mm-hmm. watching football regularly. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Josh Allen is really starting to prove himself. Um, I will say easy start right now because Jets, Dolphins, and then the Rams, uh, as Nomad had said earlier, that they're kind of confusing right now. Um, but that was a good game. The Rams, uh, unfortunate pass interference call on the defensive side for the Rams. Um, but, you know, the Jets 27 to 17, and then the Dolphins. The Dolphins are actually pretty good this year. I will take that back 31 to 28. Um, I think the Bills need a somewhat of a running game. I don't think their running game is too great right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they get that defense uh, down more, which I thought they had, Bills had a great defense. Like last year, at least last year, yeah, they last had. Last year, like, the one defense was one of the best. Defense. Yeah. But this yeah, year, they so seem I don't to know. Be I don't know what would happen. So it's kind of, but they got a tough schedule coming up. Tennessee, Oakland, or not Chiefs. Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders, uh, Chiefs. Um, but so far, I, I like what I'm seeing out of the team, and I think it's a good start for them. Yeah, I feel like it goes back to the rule we just we just kind of applied earlier when we were talking about Green Bay and the Bears. The three and zero. I mean, you can't call it a bad a bad start no matter what. Um, I mean, I'm telling you right now, Josh Allen is having a t- is having a game of his life right now. He's already got over a thousand yards. That means he's definitely trending to hit five thousand. That's kind of how that works, you know. So he's trending in the right direction. They're, they're number two in passing yards. That's all, Josh Allen. You ain't got no one else throwing the ball. So he's thrown for the the second most passing yards so far. They're scoring at a super extensive clip. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, in the NFL, a win's a win. I know everyone says that you should beat the crap out of bad teams if you're a good team. But sometimes bad teams aren't that bad, right? They're just not good. The Dolphins are in that category. They're a very young team on both sides of the ball, with the exception at quarterback, and they have a young quarterback hanging behind him. And Fitzpatrick has always been a gunslinger. He's going to put points on the board. He's just going to throw as many picks and get you back in the game. So them having a close game against the Dolphins, I know a lot of people want to hold that against them. I don't see how you can. They won. It doesn't matter how you won. They won, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, they, they were beating the Rams before Jared Goff uh, pulled that miraculous comeback and then still fell. I think the Bills are going to be fine, but they do have a, a very large test 
over their next six games before it kind of relaxes a little bit. Um, and that depends on your definition of the Patriots if it relaxes later on. But um, I, I can't see how you can say this is a bad start for them. Well, just just listen to these stats I have in my fantasy league for Josh Allen. I, I chose him as my quarterback. It was He was one of the first picks that I, I, want, I made sure to get. Mm-hmm. Um, 312 yards, three touchdowns, 27 points. Week one. Week two, 415 yards with four touchdowns, 33 points. Week three, 311 yards, five touchdowns, one interception. I think mm-hmm. that that is some of the best stats for a quarterback, especially yeah, at his age in the league right now. That's a huge improvement, too. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we expected Baker to be this year. <laughs> yeah. But. And also, keep in mind, I just looked up the game. Uh, yes, they only won by three. But Miami scored a touchdown with 49 seconds left in the game. So effectively, they won by 10. And then they let a touchdown go in garbage time. Um, I think I think win or lose, I think the Bills are a fun team to watch. And that's yeah, why absolutely. they're a team that I, I am paying attention to this year. And I was last year. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that Thanksgiving game last year was like such a fun game to watch. Josh Allen was scrambling all across the board. He was fumbling and picking up his own fumbles. It was just a fun game. Um, mm-hmm. Could it have gone completely wrong yes just like any game and with any team any day of the week okay and given sunday yeah even sunday so uh i'm giving them a good start and i think that their good start is going to last for a long time i think they're going to beat the teams that they need to beat Uh, i think there's going to be some losses in there of course but i think that for the most part they're going to just uh they're going to go a a cool uh probably a 10 and 6 uh i'll you know what i'll put them at 11 and 5 honestly Um, let's see. They're they're already at three and zero. Uh, I can see them beating the Raiders, losing to the Titans. Uh, good luck against the Chiefs. That puts them at what five and what is that five and uh, four and two, four and two there. If they lose to the Titans and Chiefs, then they got the Jets again. That's six and two. I think they'll split with the Patriots. That puts them at seven and three. Seahawks will be an L seven and four. They'll be uh at cards uh, seven and five. Chargers win. Forty ers win. Um, yeah. Steelers win, Broncos win, Dolphins. That's 11 games, right? Yeah. Did I math right? I think so. Yeah, so that's 11 wins. I can see 11 wins on the schedule. It, it, the thing is, they got to be, if, if they're going to be a playoff contender, if they're going to be a Super Bowl contender, they got to be good teams. So you can't see a good team on the schedule and go, they're going to lose that one because then you're not considering them a contender. They got to be a good team if they're going to be a contender. That's just kind of how it is. Yeah, I agree. All so, right. all right. Good all in agreement that they're a good start for the Buffalo Bills. All right. My turn. I'm going to go to the AFC West. And I had a lot of hope in the offseason coming into this this season. And my my past few weeks, uh, Yemi can uh, justify this for me. I've been picking them to win, even though they should have been, should be winning, but they're not. I'm going with the Denver Broncos. Oof. I had so much hope going into the season with um, Drew Locke. Uh, he looked like a promising young quarterback, but he's hurt. He got hurt during the was it no, not Tampa Steelers game? That's right. And they sit zero and three right now. So uh, right now, bad start. <laughs> right off the bat, bad start. Yeah. What do you guys think? They have no offense. Mm-hmm. Like none. Melvin Gordon is not playing well. Um, they got Samuel or Sanders or Samuel. I know they got some. They stole some wide receiver from the yeah. uh, 49ers who was supposed to be good, and he's not producing. 
Yeah, well, I mean, again, the, the Broncos are broken up. I mean, this yeah. right now, the Broncos injury marred season continues. Three more players, Jarrell Casey, Austin Calitro, and Elijah Wilkinson, moved to IR this week. That now means on IR at this moment is six starters. The starter outside linebacker, defensive tackle, cornerback, defensive end, wide receiver, and right tackle. Yeah, that defensive that, end. Yeah, huge, they have 62... Loss. They almost $63 million in cap space sitting on IR. Philip Lindsay has not played yet. Or if he did, he's only played one game. Drew Locke is now out. Mm-hmm. Now they're on their third string quarterback. Yep. Well, I think uh, they even draft or got picked up a quarterback and he's starting. Uh, no, it's, he, of, uh... he was on a practice squad guy. Uh, uh, okay. Bryce Rippian, who's, uh, who's, by the way, uh, I believe his name was Mark Rippian. Uh, was a Super Bowl winner for the uh, Redskins. That's his nephew. So he's got a decent pedigree. It'd be interesting to follow that game. Look, And he's playing the Jets, so he should win. Yeah, I mean, if the Broncos lose this game to the Jets, they're going 0-16. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's it's probable. Their, 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 their schedule, they don't have any favors. Yeah. They don't, they don't get any favors here. They got the Patriots at the Patriots, the Chiefs. Uh, Falcons, they might win that game because I don't even know if the Falcons are going to win this year. Um, they got the Saints. Don't, they got the, of course, they're in the Chiefs' divisions. So they got them twice. Um, yeah, this is this schedule's not nice to them at all. Um, and again, as I've said before, if a tight end is your leading receiver, that's not good. Yeah, uh, and no, no, no fan. I drafted him last year. He didn't produce. This year, though, he's actually producing pretty highly, and. I think he only gets like a few grabs a game. It's like throw to your star, you know, not star, but throw to your best player, you know, more than once every four downs, you know. <laughs> yeah. You got to throw to your difference makers and unfortunately the Broncos don't have too many of those. Not on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you're averaging you're averaging just barely over two touchdowns a game. That's not good. You know. Mhm. But yeah, they got they got to figure it out. They gotta yeah. get it figured out, or 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 you'll be drafting another quarterback this year. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't and know if they'll draft the quarterback because I'm pretty sure they want Drew Lock to be the starter. But I that's why tomorrow's game, uh, Jets versus Broncos, um, is gonna be like that. Whoever loses that game, I think is gonna go 16. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I I picked the Broncos, but this is a game like that game is so difficult to pick because both teams have not shown much promise i think yeah. the broncos more so than the jets but uh, we'll talk about the jets later mm-hmm. but uh so far bad bad sharks. i mean yeah. this uh, i mean i can i have a sack to smell this shark from a mile away <laughs> yeah yeah and i had so much hope for them that bronco has a bad case of the uh the chance oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right my turn yes sir all righty uh, I didn't want to do these guys first, but y'all know I have to talk about Washington. Okay. I want to get it before one of y'all steal it. First of all, I don't even want to watch this football game this Sunday. It's going to be rough. Okay. Um, I don't believe, uh, oh, I don't believe Dwayne should be held accountable for what the Ravens do to him. Um, uh, we will, we will begin our refocus on Dwayne Haskins at the Rams game. Um, this Sunday doesn't happen. I don't even think I'll watch it. Uh, or I'll stop watching it at halftime when we're down by 50. As far as the team goes, yes, they are one and two. 
but they have been in every single game that they've played so far. They've come back. They've taken leads. They've had a good... Let's be honest. The Browns game might have ended with 14 points, but it was pretty good until the end. I mean, me and you were sitting there talking on Twitter, Yami, about how fourth quarter, I didn't know who was going to win that game. You know, I, I feel like I was sending more tweets your way than you were me. Though. <laughs> you were, but I was mostly focusing on the game itself. But listen, I don't want to give up on Dwayne Haskins yet, and I See, know a lot funny, of though because your Twitter says otherwise. Uh, he, here's the thing. Okay, <laughs> he has to show my me, He has to show me that he's the quarterback of the future. It's the same thing for Sam Darnold. I haven't seen any. Pro- I haven't seen any progression from Sam Darnold. I've basically seen regression from Sam Darnold, which is why I do not believe he's the quarterback of the future for the Jets. I, it's too early for me to pull that hook on Haskins because he hasn't started sixteen games in his career. He's only started ten. But I've seen regression, not progression, regression. And so far, Rivera has seen the exact same thing. He's sticking with him, but he's openly said that the way the NFC East is right now, we can still win this thing as an average team. You know what well, I'm saying? You guys are in first place right now. Yeah, so. at one and two. We can still win this thing because nobody else is doing anything. So if Dwayne Haskins continues to be the reason that we're losing, but the rest of the team is playing well, maybe putting a quarterback that's not good but not bad, such as Kyle Allen, he's not the quarterback of the future. He's a stopgap. He's not good. But he's not bad. You saw that with Carolina last year. He didn't win them games, but he didn't lose them. I don't. I can't be certain that our, that the wide receiver core is bad for Washington. It looks bad when Dwayne Haskins has 600 yards passing and, and Terry McLaurin has half of them. <laughs> you know, it looks bad. But is it? Is the receiving core that bad? We don't know. Defense playing its ass off. Defense is getting let down at the let down at the let down. This is going to seem controversial, and I don't think I'm homering when I say this. The team of WFT has had a decent start, all things considered. Dwayne Haskins has had a serious start. So I don't know how you guys want to classify this. You, uh, This is obviously coming from an insider here. You guys can obviously come at it from an outsider perspective and how you think the team is doing. Um. But I honestly think this is a redeemable start. I almost want to put this in the middle ground here. It's a redeemable start. It's not a bad start. It's not a good start because half the team has been playing very good and then one player has been letting the entire team down so far. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Dwayne Haskins, uh, if I was a fan of that, I would probably boot him. I would not care for him. They have a decent young like wide receiving core too. A couple of guys from Ohio State, I believe. Um, uh, we Washington, have Ter- Ohio we have State. Uh, yeah. I, I don't, uh, no, the other Ohio State guy we have is uh, Chase Young. He's on the defensive side. Who was and he... the game against the Ravens, by the way? I'm I'm well aware. Honestly, sit him. <laughs> it, it's we're gonna take an L anyway. Just 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 sit him. Rest all our injured players. If they've got a bruise, sit him. <laughs> um, but. I, I I don't know. I'm not caught up. I mean, their schedule, looking at it, it's it's rough. I mean, they got a few easy wins. Bengals, maybe Giants twice. Uh, I mean, but other than that, Seahawks, uh, Dallas, I know. I know. Uh, Baltimore, Rams. 
So well, as, of now, is yeah, as of now, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say bad start. I I have to. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, it, I think it's a bad start in, in general. Um, even though their first game went the opposite of last year, where you know, remember last year the you know the Washington was in the lead by a bunch of points, and then all of a sudden the Eagles came back and 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 shut them out. Um, obviously the opposite happened, but. Washington against the Cardinals, 15 points to 30. I don't know what... Uh, you're looking through rose-colored glasses here, um, Eric. Same thing with Washington against the Browns. Um, I just... I didn't see... Like, when I was watching that Browns game, besides from a few throws here or there, there really wasn't much going on, in my opinion. So I gotta give them that bad start. Uh, but prove me wrong. That's what I say to every team that I give bad starts. Prove me wrong. Prove that you, this is just a fluke, and you're gonna you know, win out, but I don't see them. I see, I see, I see four. I think I see four guaranteed wins. Maybe not guaranteed, but think games that they could win here. So, uh, I think that you're going to be picking pretty high in the draft this year, Eric. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> it all depends on what they do with, with at the quarterback position. If Dwayne Haskins starts progressing and gets better, I think we can redeem it. Cause I think our defense can win us games. Um, if not, we'll be picking a quarterback in the draft. That's kind of that's that. There really is no ifs ands or buts about that. But I will concur. Bad start now, but like I said, redeemable. It all depends on what Rivera does in that quarterback position. They just need to get rid of the whole NFC East. All those teams. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's uh, we're the only division in the entire NFL where every single team has a Super Bowl win. It's true. Yeah, and if it wasn't for the New York Giants. Brady would have eight rings. Yeah, that is also true. Well, hey, All right. let's move on to the hometown team of both Greedy and I. I'm picking the Cleveland Browns for my third pick here. They are 2-1, and one, and by golly, if I'm not disappointed with the team so far, but not so disappointed that I don't think that they're going to win a couple of close games. First game against the Ravens sucked. I, I mean, Nick left early from my house while we were watching the game. It was just that bad, and it it, it was like a, it was a repeat of last year against the Titans. I'm like, oh, here we go. We're gonna start, you know, zero and three or whatever. It's gonna be terrible. But then against the Bengals, we showed some life, and it, and I was saying this on Discord. I think Baker only plays good when he gets uh some criticism thrown at him. So against the Bengals, he threw pretty well. Hell. Odell Beckham was catching balls. It's hard. It's 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 unbelievable at times. And then against Washington football team, he comes out there and he has to let our running backs, who are amazing, Chubb and Hunt are two of the best running backs in the league. But we need a strong passing game too, because you're not going to stand on one leg in uh-huh. in in this in this league. So, I think that Baker hasn't shown much improvement from last year. Uh, and I think that he still plays, even though he's a lot cooler in the in the in the interviews and stuff like that. He still plays like you know he's he's all that, um, and mm-hmm. you don't want to see that in a quarterback who's not producing the numbers that you want to see, especially when, especially when like we go we go against the Washington football team and you think oh he's gonna throw all over him. No, it was it was the run game. I, I mean we got what two passing touchdowns. Um, but that was after the run game brought you down there. Yeah, but that's that's that. Yeah. It's after the run game got us to the one yard line, and then we just needed to you know do like a, a you know a, a small pass. 
So I, I'm 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 very disappointed with with the two games that we won because that Bengals game should not have been that close. Yes. Our defense absolutely. blows right now. We lost so many good players, and they 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 traded away Sh- uh, Schobert, who was blowing it up like the few years that he played for us. Why would we trade him? It makes no sense. And then don't forget that during the Freddie Kitchens era, we traded away like all of our offensive linemen for Odell Beckham, and that just killed us, and it still kills us in this year. I don't know. I'm just I'm very concerned because. It's not like we have a gimme schedule, you know? And even these games that I think we should win, I'm still kind of scratching my head because I go, well, what if Baker didn't wake up feeling dangerous? What if he woke up feeling, you know? Meh. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what's going to happen? What's going to happen when we go down to, um, like, I guess the Jaguars are coming to us, but what, what happens when we go there and, you know, Minshew's throwing bombs at us and we can't do anything about it and Baker's not producing? Like, is that the point where I throw my jersey away, which I probably wouldn't do? But still, it's like <laughs> how how far down the rabbit hole do we have to go before we put K- uh, Case Keenum in? Because I think that if I I I have a, a sneaking suspicion that Keenum's going to see at least half the season. We're going to see him half the season at this point if Baker doesn't progress, just like just like your guy, no man. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, I feel like the the two biggest parallels between, or the two biggest uh, differences between Baker and um, Haskins is a Baker was a first round pick, a number one pick. There are certain expectations that come with that number one pick. Um, same thing, Burrow is going to be crucified, uh, is going to be um, criticized for. This year is is his is Burrow's learn it year, and then after this year, he's got to put it together. Now, Baker was drafted in twenty eighteen. He's only been in the league for a couple years. He's only 25. He's still got growing pains. and Four, four coaches. Yeah, four different coaches. You kind of have to give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt. I don't think it's fair to put Baker on a timetable, if you will. He's got to get used to a system. He's got to get used to receivers. I've always thought that Odell Beckham was overrated. I've felt that way since he was in New York. He made one good catch, and it literally made his career. That's all anyone talks about is that one catch, and then he decided to kick a net. Like, that was the only two things about Baker Mayfield. Or, or, I'm sorry, Odell Beckham, right? So. Well, he's got three things now since uh, apparently he likes being pooped on. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Um, <laughs> the thing about – the thing with, with, with Baker Mayfield, if you guys utilize that run game, and the Reds – oh, sorry, the Washington football team actually has, surprisingly, the top six passing defense. That's a thing. Um, but the fact that you guys were able to lean on the run against a team that was supposed to be able to stop the run, that's what our line was designed to do, was pass rush and stop the run. Um, and y'all ran all over them. Kareem Hunt and uh, Nick Chubb are the best, absolute, unfounded, best running back duo in the league. There is no debate about that. There, should, there shouldn't be. Um, it should be pretty, pretty across the board unanimous. They're the best running back tandem. Both of them are starters and top, you know, elite starters on any other team. So Baker Mayfield doesn't have to blow the world up this year. He just has to be a pedestrian, game-managing quarterback. Don't throw picks and put the ball in the end zone when you need to. Lean on the running game. Your defense, on the other hand, that's where the improvement has to be on. 
Because if Baker, if you got to expect Baker Mayfield and two running backs to go 80 yards every single play, every single drive, it's just not going to happen, especially not if you're a running team. So I, I feel like if, if you guys can get the defense around, this is still a good start because, again, you're 2-1. and one, You're above 500 for the first time in, what, how long? Three years? Four years? 2014. Yeah. Holy Jesus. You haven't been above 500 <laughs> since 2014? Nope. Holy crap. Hold up. Yeah, so... <laughs> I'd say that alone puts you guys in good start category. You know, yeah. you play the you play the Cowboys next. I'm a I'm a Browns fan. Do you guys have a jersey that I could borrow um, for this next week? <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, if you guys can beat the Cowboys, then I think it's safe to say the Ravens game was it was an outlier. I agree with that uh, last statement you just said. Uh, the Ravens. I don't know what happened. I know everyone says, you know, no preseason, you got to find your identity. But the Ravens came out just gun blazing. Like, you know, how hard was it, you know, just to utilize the run game like we've been doing, like we've been seeing. The Bengals, the last touchdown was literally the all-running game, and we ran down the clock, we went and scored. Unfortunately, the Bengals game was too close for my comfort. I would have... I'm not too happy about that game. Well, like Yemi said, scratching my head. And then the Washington game. No, Nick Chubb. He carried like seven guys into the end zone on the one touchdown. I was like, what the heck? You know, dude's a beast. And we literally have the best running back duo in the NFL. And I, I'm I'm happy to say that. And it, you know, being a Browns fan, saying we have the best of something. No, we're gonna we're gonna say that and we're gonna shove it down your guys' throat. <laughs> but our defense, um yeah, like I know we're missing a lot of starters. You know, our second round pick, um, a safety, he's out for the year with the Achilles. Mm-hmm. So and our defense is just crying for hope. And uh not seeing I'm not seeing a lot from Miles Garrett so far. I know he's getting a lot of pressures. I know he had that strip sack yesterday or yeah, yesterday, uh, against the Washington football team. So our defense is the only thing that's confusing me or uh, worrying me. But I think we're starting to find our identity. You know, three games with the coaches, a new coach who relies on the run game. And Baker, I'm not sold on him. I'm sorry, I am not sold on him. The reason is when we do need him to pass, I'm just not seeing good passes from him. He's missing He's missing, you know, wide open receivers. He's, you know, making throws that shouldn't have been thrown, those kind of things. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I'm not sold on Baker right now. I mean, so. Yeah. I mean, coming from last year, like, I think last year was worse as a fan than, like, the 0-16 year, personally. Um, last year was just like, it was just full of a lot of disappointment. And you want to come into this next year with a little bit of hope. And when you don't see Baker doing much different from what he did last year, I mean, sure, they're winning the games or some games, as we've already seen. It's Uh hard to have faith in a quarterback who, uh, you know, he he blew up the blew up the NFL his first, you know, half year, whatever it was. Then he fizzled out the second year and then the third year. He's just kind of mediocre. And we don't like yeah, you need a guy to hand the ball to the running back. <laughs> okay, but would I, I like? <laughs> but I would I like to see a quarterback like like I would I would I would love I would love to see um, Russell Wilson throw to Odell Beckham and see if that works. You know, 
we need like we need a guy who can do you know what what other quarterbacks do in the in this very same league mm-hmm. and he just doesn't seem to be able to do it and i know i blame odell a lot for his drops you can tell that there's a few drops that are just painfully like you should catch that but you also got to blame baker cuz he's throwing these balls so fast he's like whipping them at these people take off a mm-hmm. helmet it's like uh, you, you know you got to you got to I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what they can do, except like I said, maybe putting Keenum in there for a few games will fire. Uh, I can up. assure you, I can assure you that won't work. Well, you know, <laughs> if, if it <laughs> tried fires, that, <laughs> if, if it fires Baker up, like like I said, Baker seems to only play good after he's gotten a ton of criticism. So maybe we need to put Keenum in there. You know, maybe lose a game that we're going to lose anyways with Keenum in uh, at the helm, and maybe he comes back, and maybe he does beat the Titans or the Ravens the second time around, you know? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, you know? I, I just, I don't understand. I, I, I can't get into the person's head, but, I mean, at least he's not Johnny Football. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's better yeah. than that. <laughs> um, and he's... And you saying you got to play with the you no know, fire under you? I mean, you can't have a quarterback really like that. I mean, what if we start doing good? What if we start playing good and people don't have any criticism on him? What's going to light him up then? You know, like is he going to go back to being a below five hundred quarterback? Mm-hmm. So like, that's why I don't like people saying like, oh, he needs to play with the fire under him. Well, he needs to figure it out then because if we start doing good and start winning, people are not going to criticize him anymore. No, right. then he's going to get cocky, and then he's going to start losing. Yep. Uh, do you guys think that Baker Mayfield, if he plays average this season, do you think he's got one more season in Cleveland next year to make up for it, or do you think this is his last year to get it right? Not from a fan base perspective, because obviously fan bases give up on quarterbacks after a year. I've seen that myself personally right now as a Washington fan. But do you guys think that the do you guys think that it is a logical chance that if you guys finish at five hundred this year, five hundred eight and eight? That you guys will draft a quarterback in a later round. God, I hope not. We, I, I just want to see Baker under a coach for more than two years. That's yeah. <laughs> that's a killer. That's, yeah, I mean you I can't be switching that. coaches. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Kevin Stefanski is going to lead this team to at least an eight and eight record. Um, I think that he's going to be a coach that we're gonna we're gonna see for a few years, unlike some of the others in the past that I will not name. Mm-hmm. Um. But I, I do I do see this team not like maybe they'll be a wild card. I don't see the Browns like being like like oh yeah they got that you know placement in the in the you know in the in the finals or the playoffs. I'm sorry. I think that they're a wild card team, and even then with the Steelers being in the same division, it's hard to say that they'll get even get past too far past the wild card if they do win the wild card game. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna say a bad start. You're gonna say bad start, really? Yeah. I'm gonna say good start. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna. I, 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 I want to see the Dallas good. game. I want to say Dallas game before I make my judgment. Well, yeah, that's I'm not gonna what, say that's not the game we're playing today. I, I know, but <laughs> no, I, I, I think that you. I think that our defense is lacking. I think that, like I, I just everything I've already said. I think I think we've had we've had a bad start, and I think that it can only get better if 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 you know the team allows it <laughs> i know i'm worried because dallas put up 30 against uh seahawks last week yeah but dallas always puts up just enough to make it close but lose yeah, that's true. <laughs> if they only if, the if you only score 17 
and they only scored 14. If you scored 38, well, suddenly they scored 34. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but Dak Prescott's only good when he's down. And he's right. not good enough to win. Greedy. Let's move on. All right. I'm going to go to the NFC East. And uh, I don't want to bring the awful game batted in, but here we go. Um, I want to talk about the Eagles because everyone still thinks Carson Wentz the guy, Carson Wentz the man. There's a NFL analysis on YouTube that I despise, but I, somehow I still watch his videos. Uh, he thinks Carson Wentz is a top three quarterback, which, yeah, LOL. And uh, they're 0-2-1. They do have a tie. Last week, they tied against the Bengals. And I know I know everyone says, you know, oh, Carson Wentz doesn't have people to throw to. or I, I don't know. I, I don't think Carson Wentz the answer. And I think the Eagles are having a really bad start. Oh, yeah. I, Wentz, I, I was not sold on him from day one that they introduced him, you know. I, like, you see... Every time that the Eagles went to the playoffs, what happened? Wentz got hurt. Nick Foles had to take over. They got through to the playoffs. Wentz got hurt. Foles took over. Didn't get to the Super Bowl that year, but they got pretty far. The Eagles go to the playoffs again. What happens? Wentz gets hurt in the middle of a game, and they have to put none other than the journeyman himself, Josh McCown, in, and they lose. I think that they have a, a history of Wentz getting hurt and then someone else takes over and does better than him. Um, and I'm just, I, I, I've never been like a fan of Wentz. I, I think that he, his, his good is much overshadowed by his bad qualities. Here's yeah. the thing about Carson Wentz. As someone that's, that, again, kind of a, a team that I follow closely, Carson Wentz has incredible talent, incre- underrated shiftiness. I've seen that man escape from sacks that, Russell Wilson would go down on, right? But the thing about Carson Wentz is he's very good when the team is up. Yeah. But for some reason, if you rattle, he, he's he's honestly like Tom Brady without the pedigree and talent around him. If you rattle him, you can beat him. But can you rattle him? All those years, the year he almost won the MVP, he had one of the best offensive lines in the game. You couldn't touch him. Right? If he didn't die for that touchdown, he wouldn't have gotten hurt. Because you couldn't touch him. When the Eagles were good, every single time the Eagles are good, Carson Wentz can stand back there and he can throw. Then all he's got to do is escape a little bit of pressure when it does come. When the blitz comes, get rid of the ball. He's holding onto the ball way too long this year. And part of it is on the fact that he doesn't have time. And B, his receivers aren't open. I you know, I watched that first game against us. No one's open. Those are a, a lot of those are covered sacks, and we ain't got a good secondary. So how are your receivers not open, right? So the Eagles, the Eagles injury report is ridiculous. I mean, this is an absolute insane. This is a ridiculous injury report that I'm looking at right now. Now Miles Sanders is on there because he's in because he's got an illness, so he's not gonna. He might not even play this Sunday. You got um, JJ Arcega Whiteside, who's a good wide receiver. Um, one of those starting uh, uh, guards is out. Fletcher Cox is out. Their their rookie tackle is out. Their one of their backup safeties is out. Deshaun Jackson probably is out. Like Jason Peters is out. Alshon Jeffrey, Jason Kelsey, my, like these are 
these are star players that are out. Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey are both out. He, they have no line. They have no line. They have third-string linemen out there. I don't know if you can fully blame Carson Wentz for their struggles. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just not sold on them. Like, kind of like similar to Baker. I just haven't seen progression, progress, progression from him. I feel you. So, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I had to watch him a little more. I had to keep a close eye, but it's rough watching the Eagles right now. Like, it's I, just... I, I think a lot of it's also <laughs> Greg Peterson. Their coach is kind of crap. Uh, I thought he was like up for like coach of the year a few years ago. He won the yeah the year the... yeah the year they won the Super Bowl, and then it's been downhill ever since. Miles Sanders is averaging. Miles Sanders is basically the same thing as Adrian Peterson and Antonio Gibson. They're both averaging five yards a carry. Why do they only have forty carries after three games? True. I, I think... hand him boy the ball. I I think it's worse that they tied the Bengals than being defeated by them because that just shows that they're on the same level as the Bengals. And that's not a good angle to be no, at. No, it's, it's not. Uh, it's not. I mean... <laughs> yeah. that's, actually, that's actually another spite on Doug Peterson. Yeah. Why did you punt the ball? Yeah. It's 4th and 24. There's 50 seconds left. If you punt it, that's it. That's a tie. Make, make a throw for the first down and then try to kick a field goal. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, I, I don't think that the play calling is aggressive this year, and I think that really shows, like you said, with that with that yeah, fourth uh, down. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's all I want to say about them. Yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, so I think we can all agree, um, pretty bad start. Very bad. All right, Nomad Eric. Ah, uh, yes. Let me see here. Who do I want to talk to about now? You know what? Let's let's stick in the NFC East. Let's talk about dim cowboys. All right. <laughs> I <laughs> I only laugh because I think about that picture that Greedy always sends me. <laughs> I sent it again today because it was just funny. <laughs> yes, yeah, it put a smile on my face. It's a, it's essentially it's a picture of uh, <laughs> it's a picture of a of a cowboy. Uh, and he's lifting up Dak Prescott, and he's throwing him into a giant trash can. <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, we say that, but Dak Prescott is currently the number one quarterback in terms of yards. He's got almost twelve hundred yards in three games. He's averaging almost he's averaging almost four hundred passing yards a game, but the rushing attack is not there, which oh, is what weird. happened to Zeke Elliott because uh, he well they have the twenty <laughs> they have the twenty first rushing attack. Zeke Elliott struggled. He had a good first two games, but he was horrendous against the Seahawks. He had like 20 yards on like 15 carries. He was garbage. But the problem with the Cowboys is, like I said, Dak Prescott puts up a million stats. He's honestly a glorified young Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins threw for over 5,000 yards one year. We went nine and six. Nine and seven, rather. You know what I'm saying? He puts up all these stats, yet his team is either a first-round exit in the playoffs or they're 8-8. Eight and, eight. Mm-hmm. and I just, I don't understand. I don't understand why. This team, the Cowboys, and I'm not complaining. Obviously, they're our biggest rivals. I love seeing them lose. It brightens my day more than Washington wins. But I just, I, I cannot 
put into words what happens to this team in the fourth quarter. It's like they just stop existing. They just stop playing, or they're down by so much, it doesn't matter what he does. <laughs> One or the other. Let's see, Hawks, they were down by so much, it didn't matter what, what Dak Prescott did. They were going to lose. But I, I just, it's just, this This is this is a catastrophic start because they had Super Bowl intentions for the season. They, One and two know, is catastrophic. You know, they always have someone saying, oh, they're a Super Bowl caliber team, you know? And since I started watching football, I have not seen that at all. And I know that they had a dynasty, but I think that those dynasty days are long past them. And yes, Dak is a good quarterback. I, I, I laugh at that picture because. I just I, I, I think of all the times that people are like, oh, yeah, the Cowboys are going to run away with this game. No contest. And then they do, you know, 39 to 40 against the Falcons or 17 to 20 against the Rams. And you just kind of laugh because it's like this is, quote, unquote, America's team. Yeah. America's team has a losing record. Ooh, <laughs> oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I... To be fair, there should be 0 and 3. If a, a Falcon player knew how to grab a ball. God, that frustrated <laughs> yeah, me so freaking much. Yeah, uh, they're not looking too good right now, and I know it's only their third game with the new coach, but, you know, they they are not seeing, like, any signs. I mean, I guess they're seeing a little signs of with the Atlanta Falcons, but, like, and maybe Seattle's game. Okay, so maybe they are seeing a little signs, but uh, I don't know. I think that Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator that the Dallas has, I think he's the issue. I don't think it was ever the coach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Kellen Moore is not calling the best plays or, you know, I think he struggles like sometimes like if he's behind, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the run game, not there, which seek is one of the top five running backs in the league and he got paid millions. The town is there and that's why everyone's saying, Oh, Super Bowl. Cause they got Amari Cooper. You know, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, you know, Mike Michael Gallup. Gallup. Yeah, they, they drafted, got all they drafted these a top running back. They drafted a top wide receiver. And uh, the talent-wise is the same as Browns, you know. Like, maybe the Dallas has even a few more extra stars than the Browns do. But, and, and it's just right now, it's just not. I mean, I know Seattle, Seattle game, that was a good game. I enjoyed watching it, actually. And, but it's just right now, it's a bad start. <laughs> I mean, like you said, they... Should have lost that Atlanta Falcons game, but I don't know. I just that new coach, new year. I don't know. It's hilarious that I was I was doing my picks and I picked the Falcons for that game, and I I, I turned it off. You know, kind of in the middle of the fourth quarter, I was like, okay, the Falcons are running away with this. And then I go on Discord, and you guys are like, no, they lost, and I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how did that happen? And it's because. You know, they got 14 points in the third quarter and 16 points in the fourth quarter, um, which is, I mean, that's that's a pretty good stats for for the Cowboys team to get that many points in two quarters. Um, but I don't know. They're just not an interesting team. Like, I don't see myself ever following this team. Like, yeah, it's fun to see them play once in a while, like against the Seahawks in prime time. What's the pr- yeah, what's prime time? But, uh, yeah, I, I mean... I, I I don't I I actually enjoy seeing them lose more just so that those people who are saying you know oh Super Bowl caliber team can go and shut up because I don't believe it when they say it and uh, you know the score the score matters and in this case they've lost two of their three and they probably should have lost three of their three. Yep. 
Not saying that the yeah. rest of their schedule is hard. I mean, they got a pretty lackadaisical schedule with the Giants and sorry, yeah, they, uh, Nomad, but the they Washington don't football team and the yeah. Eagles and Vikings and the Bengals. That's only standing up is uh, Baltimore. Yeah. That's like yeah. really the only toughest. I mean, 49ers, if they're all healthy and well, which I don't think they will be. Mm-mm. I think uh, we'll get to the 49ers later, but yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, other than but, that, it's a but, but schedule. The, the Rams in Atlanta weren't that good coming in either, and they lost to one and should have lost to the other. This team just finds a way to lose to bad teams. Mm-hmm. It just always seems to be their, their their Achilles heel. But yeah, I think we're all in the same agreement that Dallas has a bad start. <laughs> yes, Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. New name. <laughs> all right, and the wheel spins back in my direction. Ooh. Now, um, Greedy's not going to be surprised by this pick, but... Uh, you know, Nomad, he, he might be. I'm going with uh-huh. the Dolphins. Uh-huh. The Dolphins were... Okay. Um, let's, let's be honest here. The Dolphins weren't a good team last year, and, and they're not looking to be like that great of a team this year. But let's be honest. They are one hell of a fun team to watch. Because yeah. when they're in a game, they're in a game. When they're firing all cylinders, they got some magic going on in there. And I don't know if it's just the beard on Fitzpatrick or if it's the talent on the team. But I like the Dolphins, and I know yeah. people would would smile and laugh. But I mean, during the Patriots game, listen to this: they were in that game the entire way until the fourth quarter. Well, technically the third quarter, I guess you would say. Their defense was doing pretty good until until the the second half. Against the Bills, you know they they struggled a little bit, but they put up 15 points in the fourth quarter. That's not too shabby. And then, of course, the Jaguars game, they just embarrassed them. I mean, I was even going like Minshew Mania up until the game started. And then I was like, can I change my prediction? But it was too late (laughs) because the Dolphins laid a 30-burger on the Jaguars. And it's like if the Dolphins play like they do in their their third and fourth quarters every game for every quarter, they could be a top-10 team. Of course, they aren't. Um, And I don't – like I like like what they're doing – I like the coaching staff. I think that everything is kind of there. Things just kind of need to get. I don't. I. I, I, I want to say a little bit more talented. <laughs> that's that's yeah. all I'm saying. <laughs> well, I think that they, they're definitely collecting talent. I mean, they had a lot of picks in this draft, a lot. And Tua is learning from Fitz. And Fitzpatrick has openly said he's just warming the seat up for Tua. He's openly said that he, you know, eventually he's going to pass off the reins. But Tua's Tua is getting to do what I wish Dwayne Haskins was able to get to do, and that's sit and learn behind a decent quarterback. I mean, let's be honest, Fitzpatrick he'll never be an elite quarterback, but he's never a bad quarterback. He's a good quarterback, right? A good one to learn about the the nuances of a game. He just doesn't have the talent and arm strength to do it like Tua does. Tua, if Tua can get Fitzpatrick's mentality on reading defenses and making the smart decisions to go with his natural talent, the Dolphins could be scary when Tua takes over. If he actually yeah. picks Fitz's brain. Because Fitz is smart. Yeah, people people put and, down Fitzpatrick all the time. But me personally, I mean, I'm he has had a long run in the NFL. And uh-huh. I think now that he's with the Dolphins, he's just having fun with it. And you could tell that last year when he was when he was playing with them. They're just having they're just having fun in the field, and I think that's why they're so enjoyable to watch. Is because it's it's a team that's yeah sure they want to win. Every team wants to win, but they're having fun while they play, and I think that that's more mm-hmm. important than being oh we're the Patriots and we're, we're angry and we are winning no matter what. Bill Belichick selling you Subway on the street. 
You know? Uh-huh. It's, it's funny to me that a team like the Dolphins, who are obviously not amazing, can win my heart like they've done just because of their play style, their coaching staff, and just their mentality on the field. Yeah, I agree with uh, what Yemi and both Nomad are saying. And remember last year, they were supposed to go 0-16. Everyone's like, oh, 0-16, 0-16. And then they won a couple games. And then they got that hot streak at near the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And it, They beat the Patriots. I, yeah, Tom they, Brady and, and they actually, I, I believe that they knocked the Patriots out of the playoffs. Because they, did. because they wore them down. They, gave, they didn't let them take a break for for you know everyone's predicting oh you know patriots are gonna get the first seat nope not anymore sorry and uh so i think they're they're really fun and i like nomad said i i hope that tua um comes out blazing hot and learns his mentality and and uh i think dolphins also this year have like a lot of draft picks so if they draft like good wide receivers i know that they have that parker guy and never forget, mm-hmm. Jarvis Landry came from the Dolphins. You imagine if Jarvis yeah. Landry was still on the Dolphins? Oh, yeah. I mean, that team would be pretty darn good. Like, But now that Jarvis Landry is on the Browns, we, thank you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and so they, they, they're they still building. They're still in building mode and winning. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> they, they, they have a pretty mixed schedule this year. But, I mean, they got the Broncos. They got the Jets twice, the Bengals. And then they got a few games that will probably be close, um, but the, I think that the, they're on the right track. And I think, I think this time next year we're going to be giving them a good start. But right now I got to give them a, a bad start simply because the first two games they lost, and they did do a dump on the Jaguars. But let's be honest, it, it's not a good start. Let's say good start. I mean, they beat. I mean, it was. I'm getting good start because they played the Patriots and the Bills, and they only lost by three for the Bills, and they're putting up numbers. I mean, the New England game, they didn't put up numbers. They lost 21-11, to 11, but they're still close games. Oh, and right. you swung me around. Good start. And there's and they blew out the Jacksonville Jaguars 31-13. to 13. I mean, they're, these are close games and good teams. I'm giving them a good start despite the two or uh, one and two. Yeah, okay, yeah. I agree with you. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually I'm on their side. I think Miami's having a good start just because they almost didn't lose to the Bills, and I know that sounds weird saying almost didn't lose. Um, yeah. And they played the Patriots better than the score shows. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like this is a team that looks better than it than it than it you would expect it to be, and I actually feel like Miami is on schedule. In order to have a bad start, I feel like you have to be behind schedule. If that makes any sense, this and is a team. Hmm? Uh, go ahead. I was going to say something yeah. else. Good. Th- this is a team that I think is on schedule, and so that's why I'm going to say it's a good start because this is what I expected from Miami. Yeah, and uh, even Gemi can justify this. I was like last week they were on Thursday night football against the Jaguars. I was like, oh, this is not going to be f- good game. He's like, oh no, no, go ahead. I think it will be, and. He proved me wrong. I was like, well, that was really fun. And then, of course, I'm looking at tomorrow's game, and I just want to throw up. But <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think I'll be able to I don't think tomorrow's going to be as redeeming <laughs> as... <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, a lot of people want to write the Dolphins off, but, uh, you know, I-, I think that they're fun, and I think that... Um, I think that uh, they're going to go far. All right. 
So good starts all around. Yep. I believe it is your turn to pick, Waffle. Okay, let's see here. You know, let's go on the NFC South. Let's go with the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just laugh because Falcons. Um, they're they're still in that like Super Bowl hangover. I want to say against the Patriots <laughs> when they lost in that uh, big glee. Was that the Super Bowl? Yeah, no, yeah. was that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was Super Bowl. And Matt Ryan, he's an excellent quarterback. Uh, I don't think he gets enough praise that he's getting. Um, and I, this defense is just blowing these leads at the last second. I don't know what's going on. And I think this is going to be an interesting conversation. And I want to hear from you guys. Uh, 0-3. And I, obviously, mm-hmm. bad start. And I think this is the last year for the coach. Hmm. I don't think the coach finishes the year. Yeah I, yeah, I don't think so either. I agree with that. If they keep yeah. losing like the way that they're they're losing with like they have a big lead in the first half and then they somehow some way the other team puts up how many points, <laughs> you know, in the second half? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's out. And um I think I don't think Matt Ryan's the problem cuz Matt Ryan no. plays good football. I think it's mm-hmm. everything else that is just like collapsing at this point. Yeah, I mean the thing. This you know what's so crazy for Atlanta? They have the sixth most, the sixth highest scoring offense. Right? They're averaging mm-hmm. thirty points per game. If you're averaging thirty points a game, do you think you would be zero and three? Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't. Yeah. Do you know why they're zero and three? Because they're at they have the worst scoring defense. Thirty six points a game allowed. That is unreal. I. It's, it's historic. It's so bad. And it's just like, I I feel so bad. And I'm, just, I'm looking at the schedule, the second half. Oh, my God. Is that going to be a slap in the face to them? New Orleans Saints twice. Raiders once. Chargers. Tampa twice. And Chiefs. To be fair, to be fair, they don't have a good schedule this year. They started the year off against Seahawks and then Cowboys. Yeah. Then they got the Bears, which are surprisingly a three and O team. Then they get the Packers, who are also a three and O team. Yeah, it's, um, a, it's a rough schedule for them. Now they now they have a they have a light stretch after that between Panthers twice, Vikings, Lions, and Broncos. So they can come but, back. Five and four is good. Schedule. Whew. That back half. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, I I I mean, at this point, I guess I'd be surprised if I saw three wins on their schedule. Um, they do really? go against some yeah. of those lesser teams, but it's it's something with like when the half changes, something changes on this team. Like either their defense just gives up or is too tired to continue. Uh, it's hard to say. Once upon a time, I used to be a, a Falcons fan. I had a hat. I liked Michael Vick before he did the things with the dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, I hated him profusely. I still do. I don't. I don't think he's redeemed himself. But that's just, that's yeah. for another time. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't like the Falcons anymore simply because, I don't know. I just don't like them anymore. I, I like I, I like Julio Jones. I like Matt Ryan. But yeah, I mean, well, well, what else I gotta say? They're just uh, kind of yeah. flubbing these past two years. I, I do want to say, I do want to say, I love Todd Gurley's quote here. We're not even one fourth of the season done. It's so much football left. We just got to take care of the next team and put us on behind us. 
Whatever you got to do, the 24-hour rule, drink yourself to death, shit, come back tomorrow, Tuesday. Hey, we got to get this thing going. <laughs> you know, Falcons fans are already burning their jerseys. Um, I'll never understand that. Can, can, we, can, we, can we make a very short aside? Why is why do the people do that? Why do you burn your jerseys? Them things cost 60 bucks at a minimum. Yeah, I mean, I, I joke when I say I'm going to, you know, throw my Baker Mayfield jersey away. Like, I I won't throw it away because even if it says Baker's name, I still a bronze jersey. And it was given to me by a very special person. Um, But I, I don't understand, like, especially the one that we saw in that Twitter video. It had Matt Ryan's signature on it. And it's like, I understand mm-hmm. you're disappointed with the team, but at least sell it. Make your money back. Do something. Yeah, like, it's just, just so dumb. Uh, I believe it's uh, so. We're all we're all agreeing. Atlanta's bad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. bad shirt yeah. all the way. Huge shirt. Yeah. Um, let's go ahead and uh, for me, let's go ahead and just finish the NFC East off so we can stop looking at this god awful division. Let's <laughs> talk about let's talk about the Giants here. Let's talk about the Giants. Um, there really isn't much to talk about. No, uh, <laughs> they're not the playing. Running well. back is top running back is hurt. They're they have the fewest. Six. They have the fewest rushing yards in the NFL per game, and it's by a very large margin. Um, Daniel Jones has two touchdowns on the year, um, to go with four interceptions. Oh um, yet everyone wants to talk about Dwayne Haskins' numbers. No mm-hmm. one wants to talk about Daniel Jones, um, and he was a higher pick than Dwayne Haskins yeah, was. Yeah, he, he he was a first round pick. Because yeah. that was the um, surprise of the draft of that year. I remember that. Everyone was now, like, who the, who the heck is this guy? No, I knew who he was. He was he was definitely going in the first round. I just didn't think he was that good. Um the issue with the issue with Daniel Jones, I mean at least at least a wide receiver has the most passing yards, but that's because they ain't got a tight end. They don't have a receiver. Darius Slayton's not a number one, yet they're making him into a number one. They don't have a good offensive line. That's why Saquon Barkley got hurt in the first place because they don't have a good offensive line. Um, matter of fact, I would argue they have a worse offensive line than the Eagles do, and the Eagles are on third stringers. Um, defense is not great; it's not terrible. Never was. Well, they it used to be their only strength was their defense, yeah. but there isn't a lot of positives. And I think no matter how Dwayne Haskins plays. I think Washington's easily the third, the second best team in the league by default because the Eagles are broken up and the Giants are just they're just bad. They're sad. Yeah. They lost to, they lost to the 49ers second stringers across the board. Dude, the 49ers had 20, that, 20 starters out that game when they beat them yeah. 36 to 9. I, I knew the Giants were going to lose, but to lose by that much, that was awful. Oh, yeah. And not to even put up any numbers. Like they put up 9 points. 9 points against second strings. And Giants had the first strings. Daniel Jones played that game, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Put up nine points. That Daniel Jones is not the answer. Yeah. I, th- I think when you go to a team like the 49ers with all their best players hurt, and you still, like, and you lose by <sighs> that many points. Oh, and they played at Giants Stadium, too. Whew, yeah. That is, makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's bad. That's bad. Bad. <laughs> Again, I, I think it's too early to pull to hit the panic button on on Daniel Jones necessarily because he, like Dwayne Haskins, didn't start all of last season. Um, new coach, new system. 
no offensive line to speak of. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, if I'm going to sit there and say that you got to get off of Haskins' back a little bit, I think we have to get off of Jones' back a little bit. I do think Giants fans need to get off of Haskins' back while your quarterback's doing the same thing, but I digress. <laughs> um, this is just this this is a team that just doesn't have a lot of talent. They're rebuilding, whether they want to admit it or not. And I don't know. This is This is a bad start, but also an expected start. I didn't think they were going to be good. And so, I feel bad, you know, saying they're so bad, but, you know, they lost their top running backs. Shaquan Barkley is an excellent running back. and they that, lost makes them. Their, that makes their start bad by default. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just, that's not good. I mean, it's just not good. <laughs> not good. Yeah. I mean, this, this team right now has a chance to go 0-16. They really do. They play the Eagles. Maybe they could win that one, but Tampa... Eagles twice, Bengals, Seattle, Arizona, Browns, I th- I Baltimore, can, Dallas. <laughs> I think you can confidently say the Washington should sweep this team, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it will be interesting to see maybe both of the New York teams that use the same stadium going 0-16 this year. That would be something. Um, a little aside here. Uh, over a million dollars worth of bets was lost during the 49ers game because people were putting down huge sums of money on the Giants winning. That's, and I that was think dumb, that, dumb. <laughs> that was dumb straight from conception. Uh, you get what you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> huge I, shooting, <laughs> shooting his gun. Like, come on. <laughs> I, I still had my – I still said the 49ers were going to win. Oh, yeah. Even though I the think Giants... all three of us did. It, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things It's like it's a no-brainer. Like, even – like, I didn't think they were going to lose by this much, but Damn. <laughs> You can't go against the 49ers when it's the Giants. Come on. No. So, so yeah, uh, I believe uh, we're, all, we're all in agreement. Bad start, but didn't really have much hope to begin with. Yep, bad. Yep. <laughs> exactly. All right, back to start. Back, back to, to me. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the Steelers. Oh. <laughs> you see... Um, the Steelers are a team that it's kind of interesting. Um, they went 26, 26 and 28 in their first three games. Um, I, I, I don't know why it's such a close number for each game. Um, but I think that the Steelers are looking pretty good with Ben Roethlisberger back. But as we saw last year, when Ben's not in the building, ooh, Mason Rudolph is not good and neither is Duck Hodges. Um, mm-hmm. so they really need to protect Ben this year, uh, Despite, despite some random games last year that the Steelers won, and I do, I do think that their coach is going to stick around for a long time. He, he, he. Oh, yeah. I mean, he may, maybe he should have won Coach of the Year last year, uh, because he still took that Steelers team to an eight and eight record. But I, I think that anyone who's wondering if their coach is going to stay is going to stick around, I, I think that you, you know, squash those rumors because he's obviously staying around. Um, Big Ben uh, looks good. I don't think like I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna if Big Ben's gonna stick around as long as the coach uh, Mike Tomlin does. But uh, I think the Steelers have a good receiving core. Um, they have a pretty good run game, and I think their defense is also playing at like a Super Bowl level. Um, and I think that they and I think the win against the Texans is a good is is a good like. It's a, it's a good reference. Uh, the Broncos game, for, somehow the Broncos came back after they lost Drew Locke and they took up 21 points, which, you know, was the reason why everyone was so excited about them the next week, right? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you you do a good game against the Giants, and you and you beat a good team like the Texans. Uh, I think that they're on the road to uh, maybe a playoff run. Uh, I'm not I'm not buying it. Um, Giants won by ten. Denver won by five. Uh, Houston, Texas, they won by seven. Uh, I'm I'm not buying it. Uh, defense is really good. That front seven, that defensive line. I think that's what Washington was expecting this year for out of like their uh, mm-hmm. defense. And man, is that defensive front really good? Uh, they have a tough schedule slate from here. I mean, they do have the Eagles in two weeks, but Tennessee this week, which I, I don't know if they're actually playing this week. Uh, uh, Browns, Baltimore, or Dallas, um, Baltimore again, Buffalo. I, I'm not, I, I'm not buying it right now. I mean. Those num- those games are too close. I know you guys say a win is a win, but those games are too close to comfort, especially I, I, against bad teams. You're 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 talking to me like a person who hasn't watched all three of their games, like myself. Um, yeah. You got to see it to believe it. The team looks. I good. watched games. Yeah. I I think that um, out of everything, I, I don't know. It it just seems like you haven't because the team looks great. Uh, I think the points are uh, a little misleading. Um, not in the Texans game, but I think that the Broncos game and the Giants game, the points are a little bit misleading. Yeah, the Broncos, I think, because I, I was forced to watch that game because uh, the yeah, the Washington game was late. Um, that game, they got too cutesy in the middle and let Denver come back. They tried some really cute plays, and it didn't work out for them. Same way, same way the Chiefs did with the Ravens. That game should not have been very close, but they got cutesy in the middle, and they let them come back. Um you know, some really trick plays out of nowhere. Um, the thing about Pittsburgh is they will, they live and die on if they can yeah. beat Lamar Jackson. That division, y'all's division, is ruled by Lamar Jackson and who can find a way to beat him. All right? I think the Steelers can find I a way to beat him. I don't think the Steelers can do it. They're not the Chiefs. The Chiefs are the Ravens' kryptonite. You will see on Sunday, the Ravens will be right back to their throttling ways against us and will continue that trend because they don't play Kansas City anymore. As long as they don't see Kansas City in the playoffs, the Ravens will be fine. Um, yeah, we said that last year. <laughs> okay, as long as they don't see the Titans or the Chiefs in the playoffs, <laughs> they'll be fine. Um, and I honestly think that was kind of a fluke for the Titans. But they're good, but they're not not—they're not what they did last year in the playoffs good. Um, but yeah, I think... Pittsburgh will definitely be a playoff team this year, especially with the additional playoff spot. I don't know if they're going to be a, a lock for the division. It's definitely a good. It's definitely a good start, though. I mean, they're again back to our original documentation. A three and zero start's a good start. Can't yeah. say it's a bad start when they've been three and zero. But from what I've seen, but I, I think they're, the team looks great. And... They're, they're they're excited to have uh, Ben back. Like oh, yeah, Yemi definitely. said. Oh, oh if Ben goes, if Ben goes down again, good night. Good night. They're but, they're yeah. jumping, they're streaking down the streets because Big Ben's back. I mean, he looks good. <laughs> Big Ben does look good. He's throwing dimes. I'm so, I'm looking up some highlights right here. Yeah, he, he they're looking good. Yeah, like I said, I mean, it, you, I I think that the score is a little bit misleading with how good the team has been playing, and um, yeah, definitely a good start for them, and I do see them. I, I think that the first Ravens game, we're going to see uh, it's either going to be a really tough game for for both teams going in there, and I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game, or it could be a runaway by the Ravens. I think that's when we're really going to see what the Steelers are made of because right now you're going to go up against the Titans, which, I mean, we'll talk about them probably soon. 
Um, but uh, the Eagles and the Browns are after that, and I think once they get to the Ravens, that's going to be the true test, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, they play Tennessee this week, and I just saw an update here. The game is expected to be televised nationally on CBS on Monday at 5 p.m. Ooh. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. So all ingredients, good start? Yeah, good start. Yeah, good start. All right, let's go on over to the team that they just beat this and the Houston Texas. And I all I want to say is Bill O'Brien, uh, yikes, and Deshaun Watson, poor guy. <laughs> mm. Like, that that guy deserves better. He's like, um, who's the one quarterback we talked about earlier? We said deserves better. Matt Stafford. Uh, he, uh, I don't know. Bill O'Brien, I think, is single-handedly destroying that team. And Bill O'Brien's the coach and general manager. I guess yeah, I know. They got rid of Hopkins. Like, why are you going to get rid of Hopkins out of all your players? And like, Hopkins sure. is lighting it up right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, sure, you know, Fuller's good, but he's not Hopkins level, you know? Like, Watson the Hopkins was one of the best quarterback to wide receivers of last year. And you trade him away? Of course you're going to do worse. Like, there's, there's no doubt about that. And Watson can make some magic happen, but I think that his front line is really letting him down recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. Um, let, let, let's, let's, let it be known one thing. It was just two years ago when the Texans last started 0-3. They finished that season 11-5. and mm-hmm. If That's Watson true. gets going, the Texans will be just fine. Um, Randall Cobb's their leading receiver right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Randall Cobb. Yeah. Um, David Johnson has 134 rushing guards after three games. And he got most of them in week one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Plus, um, uh, Duke is out. Duke was one of yep. the, was the one of their best players last year. He's out. Yep. Um they they signed CJ Procise. I don't I don't think he's seen the field yet. Um but yeah, David Johnson's not been worth the trade. Um he averaged one point eight yards. A carry for against Pittsburgh, three point one against Baltimore. Plays him for nothing. Literally, like uh, scraps. I, I Look, couldn't believe it. I still scratch my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think we have to really try that hard to know the Texans had a bad start. Um, again, as far as their future is concerned, you just gotta. You gotta see what they do. If they this this week they can fix it against Minnesota, who I personally believe is tanking for for Lawrence. Yeah. They they have they have a relatively decent next two games. They win against the Vikings, they win against the Jaguars, they can rebound. Yeah. Uh but then they got Titans, Packers, Jaguars again, you guys, the Patriots. It, it's yeah. Good luck, Houston. Uh, we're in Grants. Bad start. Yeah. I bad mean, start. Texans last year were one of those teams that I watched and I had Watson on my fantasy league last year, and he put up the great uh, some great numbers. But mm-hmm. as Eric knows, because he drafted him, how's he doing for you? Well, Burrow's my starter now. Uh huh. Yeah. Exactly. I should tell you all you need to know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do want to ask one question here. Uh, yes. So they play Minnesota this week. They're both zero and three. If the Texans fall to zero and four, and Minnesota gets their first win against Houston, does Bill O'Brien stay in the building? Well, he's the general manager, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't fire your I mean, I guess they could, like, the, the owner could let him go. Yeah, that's true. Ah, but shit, I, 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 he's, I, he's the general manager. He ain't going nowhere. 
Yeah, he. That's no. that's 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 an offseason fire. <laughs> In order yeah. for O'Brien to be out during, let's say at the end of the year, the Chiefs mm-hmm. need to lose at least nine games, I think, and they need to go negative. But yeah. I, I I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he'll stay around at least till at least another year, meaning next year. So. I don't know. People I feel like if they miss the playoffs, no, he's out after this year. If they miss yeah. playoffs. This is not. This is not a rebuilding team. This is one of This is one of those teams that is in win now mode. Yeah. Houston. If they don't make the playoffs this year, it is a catastrophic failure, and the coach should be the one to stand for it. That's that's my opinion on a team like this. Um, I feel the same way about. Um, uh, I feel the same way about Tampa Bay. This is a win now year. New Orleans Saints. It's a win now year. Um, if they want to win now, they want to trade Hopkins. That's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like he got des. I I I I honestly have no idea what was going through his brain during that trade. Um, it, maybe it's they, my got, turn. they were drinking. Nah, I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> I, Go ahead. I have no idea, man. I have no idea. Um, right. yeah, let's oh, move on. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get and finish up the trash. Um, let's talk about the New York Jets. Yeah. Um, I almost want to go again because I feel like we can just go ahead and write these guys off as an L and move on. <laughs> yeah, I, what's what's um, the story about the Jets? Uh, well, they have the worst scoring offense in the league. Um, they're averaging 12.3 points a game. Um. They scored uh, 13 points against the 49ers backup. They were almost beaten by 30 points by the Colts. Um, they have one of the worst scoring defenses in the league. Uh, they have easily one of the worst passing games. Sam Darnold has a 23.9 QBR. Frank Gore, the man is about 45,000 years old. He's yeah. their leading runner. And who the hell is Braxton Berrios? Because that's their leading receiver with the measly 123 yards receiving after three games. He's averaging 40 yards a game, and he's our leading receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, there's nothing positive to write home about this team. I, I think it's a true statement that players go to the, the New York Jets to end their careers, right? Le'Veon Bell last year stunk. This year got hurt second game. Um, Joe Flacco, what's he doing there? I don't oh, know. He's got a neck injury. He's got a neck injury. Yeah. Um, he'll be their starter once he comes back, but Robbie I guess Anderson, Sam, Sam Reynolds getting hooked. Robbie Anderson was one of their best receivers. He's out. I don't know. I don't even know what happened to him. Where'd he go? I don't know, but he's probably doing better where he's at now. Like it's one of those yeah. things like players go to the jets and they just immediately stink. Sam Darnold is no exception. He got mono. Okay. Mononucleosis last year. And that was a bigger story than anything that the jets did on offense or defense that year. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I still bring that up because it's just like, even this year, that was that's the most interesting thing about the team is that Sam Darnold got mono. Yeah, the only reason that the Jets might not go 0-16, they might win this week, is because Broncos have so many starters on the injured reserve. Yeah. Broncos are so beat up, the Jets might be able to steal one. That is like the toughest game pick up this week is like, who, yeah. who is it going to win? Like, yeah. Broken up Broncos know. or the just bad Jets? <laughs> I have no idea. But they're 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 my pick. I, I think the Jets are going to end up getting uh, Trevor Lawrence. That's my Trevor Lawrence pick is the Jets. Um, I thought you said Vikings. Uh, they're no, the Vikings are tanking for him. But I think the Jets are going to get him. There's three very good quarterbacks in the draft this year. 
that are, I believe are going to be NFL qual- caliber quarterbacks. Definitely. Who's the third one? Justin uh, Fields? Trey Lance. Lawrence, Trey Lance. Trey Lance. He's the one that took over for Carson Wentz at North Dakota State University, and he has literally blown up FCS. Like, no one can touch him. Um, he's he's amazing. His accuracy is mind-blowing. Hmm. Uh, there was a, a clip on Twitter the other day of him needling it between three defenders and right over the top of a safety, literally in the breadbasket of his receiver. And I literally thought I was going to have to change my pants after I watched it. <laughs> I almost want the Redskins to suck and draft him because that one play was like, Haskins can't make that play. I need it. Like I, I, um, it, it, it was beautiful. The only thing I want to say about the Jets is uh, they need to fire Gase. Adam Gase. Oh, he, another one no that shouldn't even be there. No plano. They, and I think he will get fired if they lose tomorrow. I think he will be fired by Saturday or Friday. Yeah. That's yeah. all I want to say, though, but that's not. I think the the one good thing that the Jets have going is they have uh, Greg Williams as defensive coach, and I think he's actually a pretty good defensive coordinator. Just look at the Browns' defense the year that he was the the head coach of the Browns. Um, He can turn that defense around, but the offense needs to, I don't know, just needs to cook. (laughs) Anyways, yeah, bad start for them. Let's see, where am I going to take us today or this time around? Let's go ahead and finish off the AFC East, and let's talk about the Patriots. Oh, I'm sorry, the Patriots. Oh, mm-hmm. my apologies. Um, the Patriots are interesting because you have Cam Newton as your quarterback, and Greedy Waffles will know. I shit talked to Cam Newton up leading all the way up to Week One of of the NFL this year, mm-hmm. and. I'm kind of eating my words a little bit because he looks better than he did the last like few years at the at, with the Panthers. Um, mm-hmm. He's charging through defensive lines. He's making these really great throws. Um, he's literally a punching bag for the team right now. I don't think that this is sustainable. I think that if uh, I mean if if Cam keeps playing the way he's playing, as in like getting hit. You know, not sliding when he's you know giving himself up. Uh, he's going to be uh, he. It's going to be a one and done type year for the for him at, with the Patriots because he'll just be too banged up to continue playing if he continues playing the way he is right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like Cam Newton is in a position where he doesn't have to be Superman. Um, the Patriots currently have the number one rushing attack in the league. Uh, Sonny Michelle and Burkhead and all of them. Uh, they have uh, James White coming back. Uh, you know, rest in peace, his father. Um, Damian Harris, who's probably going to end up being the starter once he comes back. Um, he's able to practice for the first time. Um, so they've got some star power coming back into the team that's going to be able to, you know, that's going to make it easier on Cam. Um, he doesn't have to throw for 300 yards a game. He can throw for 230, 250, and win um, like he is. Um, I do think their defense is definitely letting them down, but it was expected when four of your big starters on defense set out for coronavirus purposes. Um, you know, keep that in mind. Four of their top, Stephon Gilmore is the only top defender they have that didn't sit in the secondary and linebacker core. So their defense is going to take a step back. We knew that. Um, Losing to the Seahawks isn't that big a deal. Um, beating the Dolphins, they the Raiders. Have is, lost that. 
Yeah. But I feel like I still feel like that two and one, given that there was a lot of Patriots fans that were afraid this was going to be a tank for Lawrence year. I feel like Cam Newton is proving the doubters wrong because everyone thought he was Absolutely. completely washed up. Um, and I said this is a good start for the Patriots. Yeah, I mean this. this, it, this it's, better, it's better than expected. This start is just showing that Bill Belichick is really one of the best coaches ever in the NFL. I mean, absolutely, he can take a team like the Patriots that have are missing so many components besides from Julian Edelman, and he, he's he's put he, they're they're they have a winning record right now. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw them in the playoffs this year. I really wouldn't at this point. Yeah, and the only thing I want to say, um, like Yemi said, is uh, they're well-coached. And when you have a well-coach like that, you're going to go places. And this game's actually going to be interesting this week. They play the Chiefs, so that'll be interesting. So... For yeah. them and every every like I I kind of had a like everyone was saying oh they're tanking for Lawrence I I was like no way I mean that's not how Belichick is he doesn't yeah. lose he doesn't lose on purpose. All right, let's move it on. Uh, good start, I think. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Good start. start. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's go with let's go with the New Orleans Saints. Um. Drew Brees, um, not looking too hot right now. Um, no, not hot at all, to actually to begin with. Um, he's uh, People are saying he's starting to look washed up. I somewhat agree with that. Um, and they're sitting at one and two right now. What do you guys think? Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is not – This is, I mean – Without Michael Thomas, who is basically the best player on that team, not named Alvin Kamara, yeah. Without him, you could expect the passing game to take a step back, but it really hasn't. He, it's the number twelve passing offense in the league right now, so mm-hmm. it's not terrible. But Alvin Kamara is your leading receiver. <laughs> okay. I mean, he's your leading receiver. He's got almost as many receptions as he has carries, which I mean, that's Alvin Kamara's game as a receiving back. Um. Mm-hmm. I mean, they but beat the, the Bucks the, first week, so yeah. But this, you beat the Bucks, but that was just Tom Brady getting used to the offense. Then you got creamed by the Raiders, and then you got beat by the Packers. I mean, yep. Alvin Kamara is the only player performing on this team right now. He's got a third of the receiving yards, actually more than that. It's just oh. this. This is they, they've got. I mean, they've got a really good offense, and they. But their defense is their defense is not playing well. It's always been their yeah. Achilles' heel is on their defense, and right now, Drew Brees can't pull them back like they used to. Yep. The defense bad. has to step up. Yeah, bad start for me. That's for sure. Yeah. Um. It, it's hard to see because. Um... Saints have always been like that team that you want to see go to the Super Bowl, and then something happens along the way, and they just yeah they're flip. supposed to every year for yeah. the past couple of years. Um, I am predicting that this is uh, going to be the last year for Drew Brees. Oh, hundred percent. I don't um, think that's a, I don't even think that's a hot take anymore. Yeah, I think no. I think he I whether they have a winning season or a losing season, I think I think it'd be better to have him go out on a high note. Obviously, I want him to go out on a high note. But um, 
You don't want to you don't want to see him like digress so much that he becomes one of the worst players in the league. And I, I don't think that he's at that point right now. Um, but you can definitely tell he's he's kind of on the same level as like Derek Carr. <laughs> uh, yeah, they have, they have very similar styles right now. Um, their their season, I don't think it's a loss. Um, I think that they can come back. Uh, but uh, it, it's it's hard to. It, it, I don't know. It's it's hard to watch, and I like I got burned because I I picked uh, Michael Thomas as my first round draft pick during fantasy, and mm-hmm. I understand why they're sitting him. Obviously, you don't want to just put someone right back in after they have a injury, uh, even if it is a minor one. Uh, and I think that when you have the entire rest of the season ahead of you, I think it's better to keep your playmakers healthy. Uh, I also think it was a high ankle sprain, and those get really sore. Even yeah, if it's yeah, like healthy enough to play it on, they get really sore to play it on. He twists wrong one time and is re-injured. So, yeah. So especially how elusive he has to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Even though they're having a bad start, obviously, uh, I think that they can turn the season around. And um, if I, if they go to the Lions and they drop thirty points on them, and the Lions just kind of take a, you know, they just sit in their den and, and sleep, I think that'll, mm-hmm. I think that'll really give them a positive energy. Uh, and they'll be able to win out probably in the next. I mean, once they get back to the, they're going to get back to the Buccaneers, and they're. I think they're going to be a different team. I really do. Uh, mm-hmm. They're going to. They're. They're going to be a working together better. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I think all in all, they're having a bad start right now, and I think it's. E- I think it's going to be easy. It's easier for them to turn it around than to lose the entire rest of the season. You know. Yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think I, I, I'm pretty confident that Drew Brees can figure it out. But, I, yeah, definitely his last season, though. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, All right. so is this back to whose turn is it now? Uh, yours. Mine? Okay. Yep. Uh, let's go ahead and stay in that division. Because uh, we've only talked about Atlanta so far in that division. I'm looking at my list here. I do not believe we've talked about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yet. No, um, Tampa Bay Broncaneers. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Broncaneers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, needless to say, after the uh, early season hiccup, uh, they figured it out. <laughs> um, yeah. A little now, bit. T- yeah. Tom Brady's QBR Evans, is not. Evans is the only wide receiver really clicking with Tom right now, but I think uh, I think this next game is going to be like a big one. Yeah. You know. But, I mean. You know, the offense didn't figure it out, but you know who did? That defense. That defense is probably the best defense right now. Well, that was their thing. Well, that was the issue last year was their defense kept them in games. And then you'd have Jameis Winston throw a touchdown and then throw a pick and give the other team the ball on the 30-yard line. Yeah, yeah, but they had some great off, off-season additions because everybody wanted to go there because of uh, Brady. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they, they're, they're finding their identity, and they are – hitting it and they're hitting it pretty good right now yeah i almost feel bad for winston um because i mean even though he had as many touchdowns as he had interceptions i think that he was a competent player and i think that one more year in this offense and he would have gotten it down but that i think this just shows how good of a quarterback tom brady is to come into that same offense and I mean, sure, the first game was a little bit, you know, flaky, but to just kind of click almost immediately after that is really impressive, especially with how much Winston struggled in that same scheme and the same kind of routes that they were going for. It's 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 really interesting to, to see Brady in a new configuration and still being able to produce 
Right. And, and actually, I'm looking at the games right now. I don't think Mike Evans has played that well. Um, the one that's been bidding from him is Scotty Miller and uh, Chris Godwin. Now, Chris Godwin got hurt. Um, that's going to be a, a, a little bit unfortunate. But Mike Evans had a good game against Carolina. Um, and I think he had a decent game against the Saints. Now it was Chris Godwin that went off. Yeah, he had a good game against Carolina, but outside of that, Mike Evans has been kind of pedestrian, but they'll figure it out. Um, yeah, but the pass rush for the Buccaneers is is lethal right now. Um, their rookie offensive tackle is playing excellent, um, which is why they drafted him in the 13th pick. So, I mean, it's, it's a lot to be excited for in the Buccaneers. I don't know if they're Super Bowl favorites, but definitely a good start. Yeah. I... I, I think that um, I, I think that Gronkowski is going to have one huge play this year, and I think it's going to be when it really matters. Right now, you know, he's not seeing too many targets. I think he has, what, eight receptions so far on the year. Um, but I think that uh, they're going to keep him around, and when they're in a playoff run, I think he's going to win them the game, and I think that's going to be, like, the highlight of the year is when he catches that that, that ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but I, I, I do, I do think the team is starting to mesh well, you know, better. Uh, as I said, I think, I think, you know, Brady and Evans is, is working pretty well. Um, but, uh, Pierre Paul, uh, he's, he's a linebacker on, on the defense. He's a really good player. Uh, last mm-hmm. year he, he, he played really well and this year he's also doing a lot of good. Um, so I think that even though the offense started off a little weak, I think the defense has been kind of. On the top, at least, in my eyes. Yep. So, good start. Good start. Yep, good start. All right, Emmy, your turn. Oh, man, back to me. Now, um, I was going to save this team for a little bit later, but I thought I might as well well get to them now. Uh, Let's go ahead and talk about the Cardinals. Um, Wow. The Cardinals, um, they're an interesting team, and... (laughs) I, I was really hoping for them to win against the Lions just to kind of be like, hey, you naysayers, we're the Cardinals and we're we're a playoff contender. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. they did not. Um, And that kind of worries me a little bit because they've had one game against Eric's beloved Washington team where they won with conviction, right? Mm-hmm. The other two games, not so much. And they actually lost the other game. <laughs> so... I almost want to say that they're having kind of like a bad start, but they're also having like a, a good start as well because they do have those two wins under the belt. There's they're a very odd team in my eyes, and I think that Kyler Kyle Murray is only going to get better, and we'll have to see what happens later in the year. Um, and I do still think that they are. I think they could go to the playoffs this year. Uh, what do you guys think? I think so. They're definitely the the the. You know, dark horse team. I mean, like I said, Kyler Murray was my dark horse MVP candidate when they grabbed DeAndre Hopkins. Now, there is a couple things to note here. DeAndre Hopkins is having a massively hot start. 356 yards in three games. Larry Fitzgerald has been non-existent. It's been the Hopkins show now, which is why they drafted him. Larry Fitzgerald was not going to be the number one guy forever. But I feel like Kyler Murray is not really looking at him anymore, which I think is is something that he needs to do more of. Um, he threw three interceptions against the Lions, and they still almost won. Um, you know what I'm saying? If he doesn't throw all three of those interceptions, um, I think they win that game. 
Um, so I'm still high on the on the Cardinals. I just feel like you know if they play mistake free football, they're going to win. I think they have one of the better teams in the NFC. Maybe not in the league, but they definitely have one of the better teams in the NFC. I would say a top five team in the NFC if they play mistake free football. Um, their defense is decent, not amazing, but decent. But Kenyon Drake is honestly playing as if he's one of the better running backs in the league. DeAndre Hopkins is proving that he is still one of the top wide receivers in the league. Kyler Murray is in his second year. Keep that in mind, I believe. Wait, second year or third year? That's his second. He was drafted second year, yeah. first last year. Yeah, so he's in his second year. You know, so he's still learning. He's still growing. Um, now, the one alarming thing about him that is noted here on one of these stories here is that he threw his fourth multi-interception game of his career against the Detroit Lions that consists of 19 games. So he's kind of developing that reputation of a Brett Favre-type character. He's going to throw a lot of picks, but he's going to throw a lot of touchdowns at the same time. Right now he's got a 4-5 to ratio, but three of them came in one game. So there's that. Um, So I'm not jumping up the bandwagon yet. I still think they are... um, a playoff Cinderella story. Yeah. But I will leave that up to you guys to judge, but I definitely say good start. Yeah, I think a good start. Um, Like I said, I'm just a little concerned that they lose to the Lions out of all the teams. (laughs) Yeah. A funny thing is um, a lot of football analysis were like, oh, stay away from Hopkins during your drafts this year because, you know, it's going to take a little while for them to click. But they seem to be clicking really well uh so i you know i, I kind of wished i had drafted hop you know hopkins myself but uh you know uh, live and learn i guess yeah all right nicholas uh let's see we haven't touched the nfc west um let's go with that's not true we just talked about the cardinals <laughs> oh, that's true that's true Duh. um <laughs> Let's do. I'm still gonna say NFC West. Oh, let's do Seahawks. Seahawks. Um, okay. I think uh, Wilson is phenomenal, and I think people are starting to get on board. Um, they're like, "Yeah, he's phenomenal." Um, I always thought he was great out right out of Stanford. Um, back, he's been in the league for a while now, actually. But this guy, um, they're the receiving core, and uh, DK Metcalf, uh, who. Had a silly mess up last week. Yeah. Um, he It'll had be a in big, all the compilations. Big, big mess up. Um, he, um, but I think the team, I want to. They're fun to watch because of Wilson and uh, the electrifying offense. And I think three uh, zero, good start. So, yeah. what do you guys like? Yeah, I, I, I like the Seahawks this year. Um, I have them in my imaginary playoff bracket going pretty far um yeah i just think that like what happened to carson this last game against the cowboys was just so dirty um and well, that's, that's that's gonna hurt them i think if he's out well, for... he's not, yeah he's not he, they said that it was just a minor injury yeah they're saying that uh he was limited practice he probably won't play this week but i mean their next two games is against the dolphins and vikings yeah. The only thing to be alarming with the with the Seahawks is they have six starters that didn't practice today. Mm-hmm. Those six starters are Jamal Adams, Quentin Dunbar, 
Jordan Brooks, Benson Mayo, uh, Benson Mayo, Puna Ford, and Dwan Brown. Those are pretty yeah, good players. Yeah, um, getting injury. But they're playing against the Dolphins and the Vikings. So if you're going to end up uh, blowing a game against a bad team, it's not that big of a deal if all your starters are hurt because it, you're beating good teams when your starters are healthy. Yeah. So um, I, I still want to see them play someone that's like a dominant team, like, say, the 49ers or the Bills or, um, wow, they have an easy schedule. Holy yeah, crap. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, they have pretty easy. They have uh, 49ers twice, Bills once. Rams uh, twice, of course. Giants yeah. and their Eagles. Yeah, they yeah. play the whole NFC East. They get the easy schedule this year. Yeah. That's unfortunate. They'll go 16 and 0 with that cupcake schedule. Jesus. <laughs> Arizona might take a game off of them, but Jesus, that's a cupcake schedule. I'm almost embarrassed. Freaking, <laughs> they lose many of them. Uh, anything, anything less than 14 wins is, is, is a bad season. Um, but obviously, again, you know. But they look up. Like me, if you've seen the games, they look. Oh, they, they look, look dominant. Solid. Yeah, they look dominant. They got a touchdown taken away by Metcalf, which, like I said, is a silly, silly, silly play. He forgot like the defense was there or something. I don't know what was going through his yeah, mind, no but yeah, yeah, they they look they look dominant, especially with Wilson, and he's hot. Yeah, I just I don't want to see them letting the other team score over thirty points every game. Um... So I think that the defense needs to a little work. Like Russell Wilson's great, and I think it would be even more impressive to see him throwing for you know, you know, four touchdowns to getting them to over thirty points in each game with the opposite team doing you know less than less than what they've been doing. Um, yeah, I, and I don't think that it's sustainable to have him doing thirty plus games every week. I just I don't I don't see that being. I I, I do see that being a problem when you get to some of the later half, or I'm sorry, some of these other yeah. games that are in this list. Um, yeah. Not sure. So, Maybe they'll send him for a couple, like the Jets game or something. Yeah. So I, I think that um, they need a little work on the defense, but other than that, I think that they're eschewing to get far. Yeah. And good start. Good start. All right. No man. All righty. So. I believe we should go ahead and stick with the NFC West here. Uh, I want to talk about the. Have we? I don't believe we've talked about the Rams yet, have we? In passing. Nope. But not about specifically. The, yeah. No, I haven't talked about the Rams or the 49ers. So let's go talk about the Rams really quickly here. Um, I want to say good start. Beating the Cowboys, beating the Almighty Heck up the Eagles. Shh. Probably should have lost bigger to the Bills, but then they had that miraculous comeback, and then, of course, still fell short. Um, Jared Goff is playing pretty well this year. Yeah. And he's finally living up on track. Yeah, he's playing pretty well. They're running the ball very well. I don't know who Darrell Henderson is, but he's their leading running back. Um, They're putting up a lot of points, and their defense is playing pretty well themselves if you take away the Bills game. Yeah. so definitely good start. Um, I'm just cautiously optimistic with this team because yeah, they can always. They, they, I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're really good or not because we've we. If you're going to go by track record, Jared Goff is exceeding expectations. He's not performing to expectation. He's exceeding them, which means there is plenty of room for him to recede back to the means. 
keep playing like this, they'll be fine. Sean McVay is an amazing coach. He's an offensive genius, but I don't know if I'd be confident in this Rams team. If they lose to either the Giants, the, the, the Washington team, or an injured, broken 49ers team, there's a problem. And I think there's there's to be some questions involved if they lose one of these next three games. Yeah, they're going to be favored for most of these games that I'm looking at. Seahawks, they won't be favored, but I think that'll be good. Tampa, they might not be favored. But other than that, they should be favored for everything. They play Seahawks twice, obviously, but they actually got a pretty tough schedule, too. But they play Jets, Miami, um, Washington football team, Giants. So I'm kind of with Nomad. Uh, it's, it's kind of confusing, especially the year they had last year. Like, they were awful last year. I don't know, like, what turned around, what happened. I don't know what they did differently, but I'm going to uh, I'm gonna say good start. Yeah, I have to say good start. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good start. I think the Rams, um, I think, I think they got they'll, their mojo back a little bit. Yeah. I think they'll win up until week 10 when they face Seattle. Yeah. All right. Uh, Back to you, I believe, Yemster. All right. Well, I'm going to finish out the AFC North. Let's talk a little bit about them Bengals. Um, lots of hype going into this season for the Bengals, um, but it doesn't seem to be uh, getting earned currently because they're sitting 0-2-1. Um, like I said, tying the Eagles tying the Bengals was worse than them losing to the, to the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, that I think that's really enough said right there. I think the Bengals are a team that it's a it's a growing year for them. I think they need to move out some of those older veteran players who aren't producing as well. Um, even though Mixon is still a good uh, player, I think that's it's t- or AJ Green. I mean AJ Green is still a, a decent player. I think that it's time to start getting some more younger talent in there, like Josh uh, Joe Burrow. Um, I just, I, I don't think that their defense is good at all. And I, I, I think that they have spurts of good luck on the offense so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they still, go ahead. I, okay. Uh, they still have some drafting to do. They, uh, drafted Joe Burrow. I think he's their franchise. So I think, I think that's like the hardest thing to get. So they got that so they can kind of you know breathe a little bit but they still like you were saying they need some wide receivers they need they need a defensive they definitely need defense uh their defense is not so hot and but they should consider Bengals fans should consider this year uh a win because joe burrow and he's showing promise and as long as he doesn't get hurt, because he's taking a lot of hits. Yeah, yeah 14 uh, sacks. NFL high, 14 sacks. And, yeah, they need to protect him. So they they still they're building mode, but I think they found their quarterback, which is awesome. And um, obviously bad start, but... Uh, I'm going to actually say this has been a good start for them. And the, yeah, only, reason I'm gonna, the, the yeah. only reason I'm going to say it's a good start for them is because a they're not zero and three. Um, this was they were never going to. This was never going to be a great season for them. They haven't. Have you looked at their games? They lost sixteen to 13, 35 30. Yes, y'all's game should have been a lot farther apart than it was. They tied the Eagles, and that's, that's Joe Burrow's playing pretty well. Five touchdowns. 
Uh, let me check his picks real quick. Yeah, he's only got one interception, 821 yards. That's top 10. Um, QBR is not great, but that's because it's his completion percentage is kind of okay. Uh, <clears throat> um, but he's not playing that bad. You know, he had a really bad Q. He, oh, he had he played really poorly against the Chargers in his first game ever. But I mean, against you guys in Philly, yeah, that's a <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Back to back 300-yard games. Okay, yeah, I do agree with you. I mean, considering what they were expected, I think this is actually a good start for them. This is a good start for them specifically because of Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's play is 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 being excellent, and I think this is that's that's the reason I think this is a good start for them. Um, obviously, defensive woes are still there. Um, but not as much as you would think it would be. Um, 24.7 points against average is pretty pedestrian. Um, their points four could be a lot higher. Um, they get to get a rushing attack. Joe Mixon's carrying the ball a lot, but not really producing. Um, so I think running back should be a target in the draft next year, possibly, or offensive line, maybe, to see if that can get Joe Mixon spurred, because that's clearly an issue. 14 sacks. Um, the one thing Joe Burrow has to do is be a lot smarter. Because he's basically trying to do everything possible to keep a play alive, um, and that's going to get him hurt. So he's got to learn to just let that ball go sometimes. Yeah, that's true. I, I personally, I think they could, they should have kept Dalton around, and they should have had they. Should, I mean, Dalton should be playing this year, um, because, like, <laughs> Burrow's taking so many hits, and he's a younger guy. I, I can, I can see him getting hurt this year, and then you know there yeah, goes their chances but, at building around I, a, a good player. It, but that, I'm, I agree with like, him on this one, actually. You had <laughs> Alex Smith go to the Washington football team. What happened to him? Because his line sucked. He, he right, almost but, died. Same thing I, could easily happen in Cincinnati. You're right, but your, your, so your statement was saying that Andy Dalton should still be there, so Andy Dalton gets the hit. So what happens if Andy Dalton gets hurt? Well, now you got to put Joe Burrow out there anyway. Here's the other thing. I'm on the camp. There, there's only so much you can learn from sitting on the bench. That's just kind of how it is. Unless you have an intelligent quarterback like Fitzpatrick or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or someone like that or Alex Smith to play, to watch them play and watch how they play and dissect their brain, there's not much you can do for sitting on the bench. You've got to get in the games. You've got to play it yourself. Yeah, but I think but, starting him when they don't have good pieces in the front line is just a recipe for disaster. But how do you know he's the answer then? I mean, if he comes out here and sucks, then now you got to start questioning. This is proving what you've seen so far from Joe Burrow proves we can build around this kid. He's got the talent. He's got the smarts. He's got to get a little bit more intelligent with letting the ball go and not taking sacks. Um, but this is not. This is someone we can work around. Someone we can build around. We know what you have to do. He's got to be smarter and let that ball go a lot sooner so he can stop taking hits. That's something he's got to learn. Um, and he's got to learn by taking the hits. You can't sit there and say a risk of injury is a reason to sit somebody because then you would never play. There is a risk for injury at every single play. Whether you let him sit for three years, he can come right out and get hurt the first game. There's always a risk of injury. Aaron Rodgers has gotten hurt multiple times. He comes back, right? You're not going to, but you know, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt every time you fall on him awkwardly, but you're not going to sit Aaron Rodgers for fear of getting him hurt. I mean, I. It's the same issue as Baker. Like, we sat Baker, and Baker came in electrifying, and we're like, well, why was he sitting this whole time? That would have definitely happened in Bengals. Like, well, why was Joe Burrow sitting the whole time when he's this great, you know? Yeah. So, it's a touchy touchy waters, I know, but I think they did the right thing. 
I don't know. I'm just concerned. 14 sacks already within three games, and he's not a hardened veteran yet. Obviously, he can take some hits, but how many how many hits can he is he supposed to take before? I I don't know. It, it, it's just it's kind of concerning to me. And I think if they had Dalton playing for like these first three games or however long it took them to get a better offensive line. I think that the I think I'd be a little bit more confident with with putting Burrow out there, but I would I would be more co- I would be more confident in Burrow if the electric All Star Adrian Green wasn't dropping touchdowns every five plays. Well, yeah, yeah, ah. well, that's why I'm saying they need to take some of these older veterans out and put in some younger talent in the wide receiver position for sure. No, that's why they had T Higgins. T Higgins is going off. Yeah. Well, that's just that's just proving the point that you know younger talent is going to. They need that younger talent in there because their their veterans are starting to be to look like veterans, you know. Yeah. Anyways, so, uh, me personally, I mean, I'm gonna give them um, a good start because the the games that they've been playing are close, and I was expecting the Bengals to be a lot worse. <laughs> so, um, yeah, good start for them. All things mm-hmm. considered. All right. Uh, you said we we're gonna finish up the AFC North, but we haven't talked about the Ravens yet. Oh, that's true. So let's go ahead and finish it up and talk about the Ravens. I per- good start, obviously. I personally, the only way the Ravens are good is they play with the lead. I I know that's a silly thing to say, but once uh the Ravens get behind, I mean, to like the, at least the good teams, I think uh, Lamar hasn't proven himself yet, but. Uh, as Nomad said earlier in the brief passing of talking to the Ravens, uh, the Chiefs are his kryptonite. And, you know, Chiefs are the next di- dynasty to, to be conquer everything for the next few years at least. So mm-hmm. um, the bar is looking good, and uh, the Ravens are just a powerhouse football team. I mean, they just, on paper, are great, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What do you guys think? I agree with you. Um, obviously, the Ravens' defense is playing really good when it's not playing against Patrick Mahomes, but that's just kind of how it is. I feel like with the Ravens, I agree with you 100%. If they had the lead, for some reason, Lamar Jackson just has such a swagger about himself when he has the lead. I don't know what it is about him. Why he can, I, don't know, I don't know why he can't come back from a deficit, but if Lamar Jackson has the lead, he seems so much more free with his running. He seems so much – his passing numbers are much better when he has the lead. Um, beyond, obviously. I mean, barely, I don't even know if he clipped 100 uh, uh, Monday night. But he's just – he's – this whole team, the whole offense works so much better when it has the lead. Well, but the Chiefs should have beat the Ravens more than the score showed. I mean, that, that one touchdown oh. was from special teams. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I mean – I'm not going to hit the panic button on the Ravens, and I'm not going to say that, that their, their electric start has been disproven because of the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, like I said, they're going to come out and beat the hell out of us. Yeah. Um, then they're going to beat the hell out of the Bengals. Um, and they're probably going to beat the hell out of the Eagles. <laughs> then they get a, then we get. The, I think we will see the real test versus the Steelers, in my opinion. They might, they might choke against us because, you know, maybe the football gods want to be generous. Sounds um, like optimism in the... Yeah. Um, but you know, I feel like regardless, the real test for the Ravens are going to be the Steelers. I don't think there's going to be any risk involved in terms of the Ravens making the playoffs. Don't have to win the division. They got to beat the Steelers to do that. But I feel like Baltimore is going to be fine. Even losing to the chiefs. I still think it's a good start. 
yeah, uh, it's a definitely a good start. And um, yeah, I mean, I I don't, yeah, I, I don't think the Ravens are going to the Super Bowl. I think the Chiefs are going to get there again, but uh, they're definitely going to be up there, and they're definitely going to be a contender for sure. And hey, maybe by the time that they do meet in the playoffs, which I'm guessing they will. Maybe they'll find a way to beat Mahomes. But as we saw last year with how many teams the Chiefs went against, whether it was the Texans or the um, or the other team that they faced, that I'm forgetting the name of right now, uh, they, they could not stop Mahomes. Mahomes like goes up to the line of scrimmage after after running around, and he just throws these balls that you think shouldn't be caught, or you know maybe he should be out of bounds by now, but he throws the ball, he gets to the way, and it's hard to beat that. And until the yeah. Ravens figure out how to beat that, they'll always be second to the Chiefs. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, but at least we can say good start for the Ravens. Yes, yes. absolutely. For the purple, the purple boys, they got a good start. All right. So for me, I'm going to go back and finish the NFC West. Let's talk about the 49ers here. Now, on paper, they look really good. Um. And I'm actually going to say it's a very good start. This whole division is stacked, dude. This division yeah. is it's just ridiculous. But how the 49ers defense has played so well when the entire starting lineup is hurt. The depth on this team is incredible, but the coaching on this team is even better. Um, This is a team that I think is dangerous. Again. Um, I'm still a little worried because they really haven't played anybody. I mean, they played the Jets and Giants. Those are the two teams they beat. They're probably the worst two teams in the NFL. Yeah, they lost all you the players saying? beating them. Eagles, Dolphins. Oh man, yeah, they got... they've, got, they've got the Eagles and Dolphins coming up. Oh, yeah. They lost I mean, the players at the at the at the perfect time because you know if it takes yeah. a few weeks to get back up and ready, at least you have two teams who you know they're gonna have trouble with your secondary. You know, yeah. But, I mean, the, the thing with the 49ers is you got Eagles and Dolphins. Then you have a gauntlet. Rams, Patriots, Seahawks, Packers, Saints, Rams again, Bills. Good God, what a gauntlet. That's the test of the 49ers. If they're not healthy by then, they're in trouble. Yeah. Because I don't think your backups are going to beat Cam Newton. They're not going to beat Bill Belichick. I don't think your, your backups are going to beat the Rams this year because the Rams are playing well. Damn sure not gonna beat the Seahawks. If uh, you how they have the two MVP candidates back to back, good luck. And it's four days apart from each other. <laughs> yeah, it's a short week, huh? Yeah. So yeah, good luck. Um, but still, good start though. Yeah. yeah. I'm just looking. I looked at the entry port for this uh, Sunday for the Eagles and the 49ers Eagles. Twenty three people on the entry report for this week. Yeah, That's crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, like I said, I think that they they lost their players in the worst way to the worst teams, but then they also at least have a game or two for them to get the healthy again. Um, but I, it, it's it, if I mean their season might be lost if they don't have their players back, and I, I think I can almost guarantee that their season's lost if they don't have their players back by that Rams game. Um, and even even the bottom half of their season is also pretty pretty difficult. Cowboys, Cardinals, and Seahawks again. 
um, it is a good start for them. And I think that it's, it's, it's even, it's, it's even, it's an even better start because the last two games they played without so many of their big players and they still put up over 30 points against them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, but yeah, it, it's easy, easy, good start. Also, right. I will say I feel really bad for Jordan Reed because he was looking really good and once again got hurt. Not a concussion this time. Left knee sprain, but he's out six to eight weeks, man. The the dude can't catch a break. I really feel for him. Alright, guys, it's time for me to go to one of the most disappointing teams this year. And you know that I have to tell you guys, I was huge on this team last year. They had some great players that I was really into. And this year, they're looking sad. And that's the Minnesota Vikings. God, dude. I, th- I knew once they got rid of their wide receiver, wasn't going to be good. Yeah. I mean, they got rid of Stefan Diggs just because he was, I don't know, just being a diva. And I think that's the worst reason to get rid of a player. Um, because you know they're going to go somewhere else and they're going to produce even more so. Uh, the thing is... I think the Vikings still have those like good pieces minus Diggs, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> like cousins is one of those quarterbacks who's like, Hey, I'm really up. And when he's up, he's up. But when he's down, Oh boy, he's, he's down. Horrible. They call him primetime cousins. Like he only does good in the primetime games or something like that. Yeah. I think like, I like um, Kyle Rudolph was a guy who he was almost like Gronkowski, you know, with Tom Brady, where mm-hmm. Rudolph could catch a ball in the end zone no matter what, and he did have a huge play last year. This year, I th- I believe he uh, I believe he's sitting out for most of the games. Um, last week and had the same similar huge catch that I, if I'm thinking the right catch, um, I think he had similar. Catch because I texted you about. It. I was like, "Yo, you see that Rudolph catch?" Oh yeah, because... yeah, yeah. Okay, I, 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 okay, yeah, that's right. But I, I, I do think that um, he is mass. He is being underused this year for sure. Mm. Uh, he's not getting enough targets. And then Dalvin Cook. Uh, I mean, I think right now, I don't know. I think there's a lot of wasted potential on the Vikings team. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I defense was like the highlight of the Vikings heading into the season, and that defense they lost a really good linebacker. I can't not McKinnon, maybe no Lumb- Barr or something. I think it's yeah, Barr, Barr, Barr. Anthony Barr, Barr, yeah. Anthony Barr, yeah. They lost him for like the whole season, and that's huge. And uh, I Vikings better better figure it out, or they're losing that coach, and that coach is not that bad of a coach. No, I don't think so at all. Um, and I think that, uh, like I said, it's, it's the most disappointing team for me so far this year because I was really into the Vikings, and I think that they were exciting, exciting team to watch last year, especially in the playoffs. Um, and I didn't think that they were going to get past the Packers last year. But I didn't think that they were going to get past the Saints, and what do you know, they, they had a huge game against them. Um, they still have time, just like the Saints, they still have time to turn the season around for sure. Uh, but they do have a few big games they would have to win in that scenario. 
And yeah. Minnesota is like our team that's like, well, they can win. Like if you're making predictions, they're like, well, they can win, but will they? <laughs> that's, yeah. Like this week they have Houston. It's Houston versus uh, Vikings. It's like they have a high chance of winning considering how Houston's been playing. And but you know the Vikings are playing just as just as you know the same way I guess is what I'm trying to say. It's gonna be a tough pick as well. Yeah, uh, this is this is an absolutely detrimental start for the Vikings. I mean this yeah. this is this is a team that had borderline. I, I won't say with the defensive losses and the loss of Stephon Diggs and the fact that Kirk Cousins is their quarterback, I would never say Super Bowl aspirations, but definitely playoff expectations. This is not a successful year unless this was always going to be a write-off season. They were always going to be planning on tanking for Lawrence. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, right. I don't know. I don't believe in the whole tanking thing because you yeah. want your team to like. If you're like when the Browns, I mean, I don't know if they meant to tank or what, but when they went one and fifteen and zero and sixteen, you bet your ass that people are disappointed in their team when they do that. And I yeah, think that no, 100%. from a fan's perspective, when your team tanks, it's the worst thing in the world because then every and you're the punching bag of the NFL. Yeah, and, and it was almost obvious you guys tanked at one point for that one and fifteen season. Well, didn't y'all like didn't didn't y'all like pull people we had at halftime? Hugh Jackson when like... as our quarter as our uh, coach. I think that the tank was was for sure at that point yeah uh but, but yeah let's let's move on um i i'm feeling depression seeping in <laughs> uh, 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 jackson jackson flashbacks yeah uh the indianapolis colts um they got philip Rivers. uh they were high talk actually during the offseason of the uh underdog team and uh i mean they still Still doing good, two to two one. Um, they beat the Jets, but I think don't they didn't beat them. They made them. Crushing. Yeah, you know what I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, uh, lost to J- Jaguars the first week by seven and uh, beat the Vikings. Um, I'm gonna say good start for them, considering uh, they lost luck in the most awful way possible. And uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, it's not like luck died. Well, yeah, that's true, but still, what he did, retired the day before, like, hours before uh, the first preseason game. Yeah, that first preseason game, that's, that wasn't right. Um, but, I, I mean, they, they're looking good. I mean, they got, so, they got a receiving core, their def- one of the best line be- or uh, defensive ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but they're looking good. I, I say good start for them. Right now, definitely, definitely good start. Here's the thing: they haven't really played a decent team. I mean, the Jaguars are arguably a 500 team with the rest of the talent around Minshew. Um, like, but 500, but they're not. But I mean, the thing is, they beat the Vikings and Jets. Now they beat the hell mighty hell out of them, which is why I'm going to say great start uh, because they didn't let those bad teams stick around. They beat the heck out of them, you know. Um, but I really want to see this team play someone good. They play the Bears next. That could be good. Um, they they play you guys next. Last week, the Colts defense. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, they <laughs> did. Good God Almighty, they yeah. did. There's a reason um, why I drafted the Colts defense before any other defense. And yeah. uh, I even though I, I believe they didn't do so – yeah, obviously the, the first week they didn't do that hot. But I think once the Vikings came around and the Jets came around, they started to get hot, and they are definitely hot right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, certainly, 
But yeah, that's an easy, easy first start. Do you guys think Philip Rivers will be around for more than one season? Uh, yeah, I think he'll stay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, he's he like there are so many quarterbacks in the league, and there's so many teams that are looking for good quarterbacks. And Philip Rivers is a competent quarterback, um, and I think that he's going to stick around for a little bit. Yeah, yeah I think I he'll stick around too. Yeah. Uh, so I believe that now goes back to my turn, correct? Yes. Well, speaking of Philly Rivers, let's take a look at them charges. Did we, talk, we didn't talk about charges, have we? No, I don't believe no. so. Yeah, let's go talk about them charges. So, I am a big fan of Justin Herbert, okay? I don't want to write this team off just yet. Um... Keenan Allen is having a good year. Austin Eckler is having a good year. Uh, but their defense is hurt. That's a big issue. Um, defense is hurt, but that defense is playing pretty well. They're actually having, they actually have the third best um, scoring defense um, right now, three games in. But they have one of the worst scoring offenses three games in. It's not good. Um, but their passing and rushing numbers are decent. They just can't seem to turn those into actual points. They turn them into field goals. So I'm going to say bad start for right now. But lots of potential for the future. I think this is one of those teams that um, the early season is going to is going to kill them, is going to kill their run. Um, mm-hmm. Because well, they have the Bucks and Saints next, so yeah, they 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 um they definitely don't have the easiest of schedules, and I never, I mean, after seeing him play for the Browns, I never really had faith that Tyrod Taylor was gonna uh, was gonna lead this team to you know x amount of victories. Um, but it's still kind of crappy how he went out, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it wasn't. Uh, I I don't think that. Uh, I, I just I I don't know how long they would have kept him in anyways, you know. Um it seems like their backup, which is now their regular quarterback, seemed to be mm-hmm. seems to be a lot more competent in the position. And um right. Yeah, I just I just think that they kind of um you know, you 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 beat the Bengals by three points, you lose to the Chiefs by three points. It's just it's a very flip floppy type of thing, and if and they lost to the Panthers right after that, and I think that you need to win those games that are like the gimmies, you know. You beat the Bengals, mm-hmm. but you lose to the Panthers. Does that mean you're going to lose to the Jets? <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those things. Um, so I guess we'll have to we'll have to see. I mean, obviously they uh, they're gonna run a little bit of gauntlet at the end of the year, and I don't think they're going to make to the playoffs. Right, I agree with you there. Yeah, I agree with. Literally everything you guys said. They have the talent, and but they're lacking that QB. Um, kind of like uh, the opposite of what the Bengals. You know, they they need a QB, and I think Justin Herbert is looking promising. But you know, they they sat him. They wanted him to learn, and uh, they're starting to learn that uh, they shouldn't have maybe have not done that. Um, but I mean, I don't want to say like that because he still has to show promise. I mean, he is showing promise, but they yeah. still, we still, we still need a few games under his belt. To yeah, and again, I yeah. think ultimately this was not how they wanted this to go. You yeah. basically stabbed your starting quarterback in the lung. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. that's kind of messed. That's kind of messed up. And uh, I mean, I'm not doing it on purpose, but 
Um, I I just I don't I don't mean it's I mean obviously a bad start, but they're they should have their identity. I mean they have Eckler, who's a good running back, and they have um that wide receiver who you mentioned earlier that I can't remember. Um, Mike Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. I, I don't know why I was thinking Mike, but yeah, they I, I, and they got a tough schedule too. So yeah, it's rough. Poor Charger fans. <laughs> Someday you'll be good. All right, so it's going to come back to me, and I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders, who I think are having a good start. They stuck in that game with the Patriots. Um, well, I guess not stuck. Yeah, obviously, it was a 16 point. Uh, lead that the Patriots had at the end there, but um, I think they they're playing fairly well. Uh, I don't I I think that the win against the Saints was a little bit of a fluke, and I think that this week they're going up against the Bills, and I think that's going to be a true test for them to see if they can stick with the big boys. Obviously, they have a bit of a gauntlet with the Chiefs, the Buccaneers, the Bills, mm-hmm. the Browns, the Colts. You know, there's some there's some tough teams in there, but they also have a pretty light end to their season, especially if the Falcons don't improve, especially if the Dolphins um, do what they did last year. Well, actually, no. Last year, at the end, they had a... Well, if the Dolphins are kind of mediocre this year, same thing with the Broncos if they're doing bad this year. I think they have a chance to like have a mm. late uh, season resurgence. Um, I do think that they're having a good start, though. I think that they're they're looking okay. I think there's a few players like um, I know there's one. Uh, his name's like Rugs, who was supposed uh-huh. to be a flashy player, and he got injured like the first week or second week. Um, so they're mm-hmm. missing a few components there. But I think Derek Carr is looking good, and I think the team's looking decent. I agree. I agree. Uh, Josh Jacobs is one of my favorite running backs in the league. I love Josh Jacobs. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, currently fifth in uh, in rushing yards right now, uh, tied for seventh with three touchdowns. Um, lots of attempts, though, so he, we would like to see the attempts and the yards match up. He's second in attempts, fifth in yards. Um, the big thing with the Raiders is defense is kind of meh, not playing great. Um, but not only that, but y- you're uh, you're injured. I mean, they have uh, the most recent injury report saw 16 players listed. Um, so they're broke up. They've got a lot of injuries here. Um, so it's yeah. definitely to watch for, um, especially going up against the gauntlet that they have now with Bills, Chiefs, and Bucks, and then you guys. Um, but yeah, I think I would definitely say good start. Being two and one when you probably weren't expected to be two and one is probably pretty good. Um, but yeah, do you guys think that they'll be in it in the end? I think they're going to be wild cards. Like I said, the end of the season is light compared to the next few games they have. Um, and I think, like I said, if the Falcons stay bad, the Broncos stay bad, the Jets stay bad, Chargers stay kind of mediocre, Dolphins stay mediocre. I think they have a good chance of getting somewhere, but like I said, they have a few injuries right now that are holding them back. Um, and like you said, their defense isn't as strong as it should be. Um, yeah, I they lost a really good defensive player to that uh, uh, cart injury that shouldn't have been there. 
Uh, that mm-hmm. was actually kind of scary <laughs> when I uh, being in the medical field and you know, working with those players. You know, that was really scary for me, at least, to see that. Uh, um, but uh, they can have Gruden. I mean, he's there for a long time, <laughs> so mm-hmm. they they need to figure it out. Um, based on their schedule, I I think I think they could be. I I, I don't know. Uh, I think <laughs> it's it's tough. I mean, with the new stadium, uh, if the NFL is quote unquote rigged, um, I think they could be in it. But they got a tough schedule. I mean, Chiefs, yeah. Buccaneers. I, I I they they could be a wild card. Yeah, I agree. Okay, yeah, but but we're gonna but we're all gonna agree that um good, good start. start. Yeah, good start. Yeah, good, good start. Good start. Yeah, I forgot okay. to mention that. Gosh, we're we're running out of teams here. I think we only got what four or five more left. Oh, we got four. Hmm. And who who is your pick now? Correct? Or did you just pick the Raiders? It is. Yeah, it's my pick. All right. Uh, let's go with uh the dark horse of the playoffs last year. Let's go with the Tennessee Titans. Mm. Right now, uh, I don't know. They had three players test positive for COVID, so now we got to deal with that. Thanks, and, Tennessee. Uh, the uh, co- coaching staff too, right? Yeah, I think coaches or personnel. I I wasn't sure who the personnel. They they quoted it personnel. Yeah. Um, but uh, three zero. I mean, good start. Obviously. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, yeah. I really don't have much. Nothing really changed with this team, so, you know. The only thing that I'm concerned about is they're only winning these games by, like, one or two points. Well, three. Yeah. And if, I mean, oh, man, it's, it's tough to, like, obviously they had a good start because they're 3-0, and but is it really a good start when you're only winning by one against the Vikings or three against the Jaguars or two against the Broncos? It's, it's kind of head-scratching there because they came out – or they finished last year with such high praises, obviously for good reason. And yeah, I mean, I think that they're going to lose against the Steelers next game, and that's going to start a downward spiral for the team. Unless they barely squeak by the Steelers, and then we're sitting right back here at the same spot going, well, they won, but barely. The thing with the Titans is they are not built to blow you out. It's just not how their offense is built, and it's really not how their defense is built either. They are a middle-of-the-road team that makes the right moves in the right times when they have to. And you also have Derek Henry that's going to carry the ball 18,000 times. Um, And, you know, so the thing with the Titans is they are going to go as far as um, Derek Henry can carry them. And I know that sounds pretty obvious, but the thing with this season, and you saw it a little bit at the end of last season, you didn't see it in the playoffs, but you saw it during the regular season, you're seeing it now, is that Tannehill is actually playing pretty freaking good. You know, he's playing smart football. He's getting his receivers involved. He's keeping the ball on his side of the field. He's got six touchdowns to one interception. Um, His QBR is pretty good. Um, So he's he's playing pretty well right now. Um, And as long as he plays pretty well and he keeps making the right decisions, it doesn't matter if the Titans beat him by one or beat him by uh, 14. They're going to keep winning. Um, they might not beat the Steelers because I do think the Steelers are a better team overall. But then again, the Ravens were a better team last year. The Patriots were a better team last year. And they beat them both in the in the playoffs. 
So it's not always how you win. It's just winning in, in the NFL, and they're 3-0. and So it's definitely a good start, but I can definitely see what you mean, Yemi, by saying it's, an up, it's a cautious start. Yeah. Yeah. Last, I mean, last year, I think I mentioned this to Nick when I was talking to him during the playoffs. The Titans had the gift of having a hot streak, and they had, <laughs> I know a lot of people don't think this is a gift, but they did not have a a, a week off during the playoffs um, like the Patriots did and the Ravens did. And I think that's the deciding factor. Well, Patriots right didn't have one. Patriots in a wild card game. Uh, yeah, I, I fucked up that. But the Ravens did have yeah. that. They, they, they rested their players for, what, three weeks? At the end of the yeah. day, and they were not, they were not ready for the, what the Titans had to offer. Um, so I think if the Titans get hot, then they'll get hot, and uh, they they have a chance to get hot at the end of the season. Um, but I'm just saying, it's a cautious hot, you know, it's a cautious start right now. Only winning by one. I don't. I think that's only going to get you so far in this league. Right. Yep. I agree with that. All right. Nomad. Yes, so I let's see get back to my little standings here. Um gosh, we are we're kind of running low on people here. Let's let's stick in the south. Let's stick in the AFC South here. Let's look at them Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't believe we've talked about them yet, have we? Don't see them on here. So Jacksonville is one and two. Minshew Mania is um, both here and not here. Um, They beat the Colts. They almost beat the Titans. And they got shellacked against the Dolphins. Defense is playing okay. Offense is playing okay. Um, Their running back game is, is excellent. They definitely found their running back. I do think Gardner Minshew is the quarterback of the future for them. I don't think they draft a quarterback, but... What do you guys think? Bad start, good start, expected start. What do you feel about this team? I feel like they have the potential, but they're just not producing wins. Yeah, I, I spent that whole day on Thursday going, Minshew Mania is real, and it's here, and it's here to stay. And then he fails epically in the spotlight, and I just look like an idiot. Um <laughs> I think that they should have won that game against the Titans. That was so close, and I feel like they were playing so well at the end of that that they 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 could have put out the victory on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally, I think that the Jaguars are right where I was expecting them to be. Um, last year they had flashes, and I think this year they're also going to have flashes as well. But I think this is one of those teams once again that's going to be like, oh, we have them on the schedule. There, there's an easy win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Uh, they're just, I don't know, they seem to be tanking. I know we don't like that word, but they got rid of their running back. I know he wanted out. They're, like, trading everyone. They're like, yeah, they oh, you get a Jags player. You get a Jags player. You get a Jags player. Everybody gets a Jags player. Um, I, I honestly thought they were tanking, but it looks like they're trying to win, which is, like, you know, Yummy's been saying is no one team personally wants to lose. But I, I don't know. They're just a weird team, man. They're just one of those. You're just like, eh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there was there was a time when uh, the Jaguars looked like they were going to be something. And then uh, Blake Bortles just kind of shit the bed. And it's been kind of iffy ever since. But I do agree. 
I do agree that uh, Minshew is the future for this team, if not this team, another team eventually down the road. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I just they're just they're missing too many pieces to be called a good team, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I think that a team's going to see this, the Jaguars on their schedule and be like, well, there's a game we can win, or there's a game that we should win, or there's a game that no doubt in my mind, we're going to win, <laughs> you know? And mm-hmm. to be honest, they really don't have a terrible schedule. I mean, you have the Ravens in here and, and the Packers. Other than that, I mean, with the way the Texans have been playing, the Bengals, the Lions, I think they have some games they could win, but I don't know if they uh-huh. are going to. So w- would you say good start or bad start? I'm going to say a bad, I'm, well, I'm gonna say bad because yeah. they they should have won a couple of these games. I'm, yeah, I think I'm in the middle. Won, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna land on a bad. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. land on bad just because of the record. If they beat the Titans, obviously it'd be it'd be a good start regardless. I'm with the Dolphins, but barely losing to the Titans and getting beat the hell out of by the Dolphins. I mean, it's the Dolphins. It should have been a closer game than it was. I'm gonna say bad start. Um, they do have an injury, massive injury. DJ Chark, which is their best receiver, was mm-hmm. out during the Dolphins game. That might have a lot to do with it. They have no downfield threat without him, so that could do something. Minshew loves throwing deep, so he needs a deep threat. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you guys. Expect to start, but one and two bad start. Okay, right, two teams left. Two two teams. Let's see. We got the Panthers and Chiefs. Oh wow! Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, so I, I, I we're gonna, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let us leave the Chiefs for last. Let's just quickly t- yeah. poke at the Lions here. Um, one oh, and yeah, two. Uh, Lions. Uh, I don't. Think... We've, we've done Lions. We've done Lions. Yeah. We did. Yeah, yeah Lions are the third team. I, oh, I called them. I, ca- I have them on here as the Detroit Staffords. <laughs> oh yes, that's right. Uh, Panthers then. Yeah, Panthers. Panthers. Look, guys, yeah. I I don't I don't know anything about this Panthers team. I don't follow them at all. Like they're the they're the team that I've never really wanted to follow. When they were in the Super Bowl, I was like, yeah, it'd be fun to see them win because they'd never won one. But to be honest with you guys, besides from Christian Mc, Christian McCaffrey, who's hurt? Yeah, I don't I don't know any other players on this team, and I don't see any reason for anyone who is not a you know a hometown fan to follow the Panthers right now. Yeah. Um. I love Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. I love Teddy. They have no receivers. They have no receivers. They have no one. Robbie Anderson is the number one wideout. He's 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 not good. Um, the the thing about this Panthers team is, do you trust Teddy long term, or do you want to give Will Grier and PJ Walker a chance next season? Is Teddy a stopgap while Will Grier, PJ Walker learn the NFL audio, uh, the NFL offense? Um, that's kind of the question mark that I think this season is trying to figure out. Um, he is top ten in passing yards, eight seventy one, which is okay, but he's got a one for one. He's two for two technically touchdown interception ratio, so he's not playing amazingly. Um, the team itself isn't playing very good. But they also weren't really expected to. They do have a top ten passing game, but their offense, their the rushing attack is gone without Christian McCaffrey, who's their only player. Um, I'm gonna say bad start solely because McCaffrey got hurt. That's their really only player. So if he's hurt, you have really no good Panthers players. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess the one positive thing is like they haven't been embarrassed. I mean, by the Buccaneers, they got embarrassed. But other than that, I mean, versus teams that are kind of on their same level, they weren't embarrassed, and they won the one game. Um, but I still mm. think it's a bad start. 
especially because their number one player, probably the, the number one player on fantasy leagues is out. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that that's just like the worst start ever is to lose your star, you know? Yeah, uh, new coach coaching regime. Um, they they have a tough schedule. They're going to be an under 500 team, I think. Uh, definitely uh, more losses than what I mean. Yeah, that's what 500 means. Mm-hmm. Hey, a good one, Greedy. Um, <laughs> uh, but they have potential. I mean, uh, with their yeah. running back out, that that's a huge loss for them. I mean, that's like Sa- losing Saquon. And, I mean, yeah. uh, McCaffrey's better than Saquon's, I think. Um, I don't know. I'd keep Yeah, just because it's his, his. I think Saquon's a better runner, but Christian McCaffrey just does more. Yeah. One thing but, to note. Uh, the Panthers' number one cornerback, Eli Apple, has not played. So that could be something to keep an eye out for for the defensive side of the ball. But at, at start, obviously, um, I, I don't know what's yummy. I mean, I just don't follow the team. and I don't, I don't know anything about them. the team. I don't yeah, know. I don't, they're never on you know, national TV, it seems like. Uh, so. Yeah. It's one of those um, things. We, we, we get very limited games. Around here, and uh, even when we're well, even when we're at like I, Buffalo Wild Wings, like we like the Panthers are on like the small TV over in the corner that is discolored, you know. I live in Virginia, and I don't see the Panthers games. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. So they they nice. ashed up with Cam Newton. I mean, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. So last but not least. Yeah, the last but certainly not least. Champion. Kansas City Chiefs. Was it my turn? I don't know. Was yeah, I? It is. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was say, was I supposed to announce this? Um, obviously, great start. I mean, what, what, what's their bad to say about this team? They got a running game now. Oh my god, that it, it's game over. I mean, it's game over. Yeah, I think any you would have team... liked to have seen them not had the hiccup against the Chargers, almost. But yeah. Well, I, I think any team that sees this, that sees the, t- the Chiefs on their schedule is sweating hardcore. Um, it's ridiculous. I mean, they, they filled what they needed, which was a running game. They got the receivers still tight end. You mean quarterback, the great offensive mind defenses. Uh, I mean, defense, they should have won it two years ago when uh, that one guy effed up and jumped offside and gave Tom Brady another chance. Yeah. But you know, here, what are you gonna do? I mean, they have Mahomes locked down for many years, and it's it's gonna be a time being until we say something bad about this team. I think. Yeah, Reed and Mahomes, they trust each other. You can tell. You know, I don't think Reed um, calls every single play. I think Mahomes sometimes makes his own, uh, mm-hmm. and that's a really cool thing to see happening, like right in front of our eyes. Is mm-hmm. know, these this coach and their quarterback just trust each other so much that. They're practically one mind. It's crazy. Can you believe the fact that that uh, Patrick Mahomes claims that he doesn't know how to read defenses, or um, Andy Reid claims that Patrick Mahomes isn't good at reading defenses? He's I mean, beating you, you and he he, yeah, he's beating you, and he doesn't know what you're th- what he's what, what you're throwing at him. He's still beating yep. you. Yeah, he just needs to scramble a little bit, go up to the go up to the line of scrimmage, and like wait for something to be open, and just he takes his target. and you not have to wait how fast his receivers are. I mean, they got the fastest, like, receiving core. It doesn't matter. Like, it's, they get someone from Walmart, but the guy still runs, like, a 
four second, you know, fifty yard dash or forty yard dash. It's like what? <laughs> it's like where do they find these people? Yeah, I think I think the best example, if anyone's looking for like the greatest Mahomes gameplay ever, just go to that Texans versus Chiefs game last year during the playoffs. They were down That's by how much? 20, Twenty-four. And uh, they just Mahomes just he gave us rousing speech on that sideline, and he proved himself to be like the leader that we all knew he was. And he just destroyed the the Texans after that. They couldn't do anything. And it's also the Chiefs' mm-hmm. defense stepping up as well. But it was mostly Mahomes and his wide receivers doing everything they possibly could to confuse the Texans. And I think any team that goes up against the Chiefs get confused. Like it's 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 hard to tell what Mahomes is going to do. It's not like Lamar Jackson. You know, if he's going to the right, he's he's just going all the way. You know. Whereas Mahomes is like, is he going to try and run for it? Is he going to throw it at the last second? Is he going to stay in the pocket? It's just, it's super difficult. I think even for people who are veterans of the of the league to, to guess what he's going to do. Yep. Yeah, it, he's just, he's he's phenomenal, dude. It just, this is, this is the only, this is the only stat that matters. Patrick Mahomes is now over 10,000 passing yards in his career. He's the fastest quarterback to do it. He did it in 34 games, whereas Kurt Warner did it in 36. That's crazy. That's just insane. You know, this kid's this kid's gonna break records. He already really is. In some ways, Um, youngest MVP. Yep, youngest player. Well, and and, well, and then Lamar Jackson topped it. Okay, here's one last question I'll ask. Since I, I know we're we're probably gonna wrap up here soon. Uh, which quarterback, you know, when it comes to him versus Lamar Jackson, which one do you think is going to, which one, trying to figure, which one do you think earned their MVP more? That makes any sense. Well, are we talking? I know it's a different, it's a difficult question to ask, but which one do you think like, because, because you could have made the case that he should have won it last year, the MVP. He missed a couple games, but he still had an electric season. But Lamar Jackson won the MVP. I do think that Lamar earned it. Um, just with his footwork, his his impeccable breaking of the ankles, you know. Mm-hmm. I think Lamar definitely earned it last year, and I think uh, he deserved it last year. Um, Mahomes, even though he's electrifying and he can do a lot, I think that Lamar just did it a little bit better through the season. I feel I feel you. I agree. I I think the I think for the most I, I think the biggest reason why he Lamar got it over um over Mahomes was just like I said his electric footwork was just yeah killing people like people were Lamar. falling over left and right because he was just so good at that. And I think even like I don't have the stats compared, but I still think Lamar had a better season than uh, Patrick Mahomes. Overall, yeah, because I mean Patrick Mahomes is all passing. Although, uh, one little stat that I did find yesterday when looking up stuff for the game, um, out of the last sixteen games, from you know the, the the two so far and the last fourteen before that that they both played, did you know that Lamar Jackson has the highest has the higher QBR when in the pocket, and Patrick Mahomes has the the more yards rushing from scrimmage, uh, uh, non scrambling, uh, yeah, no, I'm sorry, scrambling yards. Patrick Mahomes has more scrambling yards than Lamar Jackson. 
Mostly no, because not. most of Lamar Jackson's rushing yards are designed runs. They're not technically scrambles. But mm, when plays break down, Patrick Mahomes is amazing at escaping. Yeah. 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 Like I said, when he, when he goes up to that line of scrimmage, you know, he could be well outside the pocket and still be able to throw or just run for the first down. Um, and, and he has such a good, like, peripheral vision to know exactly where that line of scrimmage is so he doesn't get a flag called. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if you want examples of that, just literally just go to the second half of the Texans-Chiefs game from last year in the playoffs, and you can see every Mahomes magic ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amen. All right. But, uh, yeah, All great right. start. Probably the best start. Um even though the, the the Chargers game probably should have been uh, maybe a little bit different, less. Yeah. yeah, a little bit less stressful, but they won. Thought it matters. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, three hours later, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We did it. Um, real quick, uh, just off the top of your head, two Super Bowl favorites right now. I'll go first, so you guys have a second. Mm-hmm. Chiefs Packers. Mm. Mm. Uh, I like your AFC team. Disagree with your NFC team. I think Arizona. I I'm still gonna stick with my pick, my dark horse pick. I'm gonna go ahead and say Arizona Chiefs. I think Arizona's gonna build something. I think if Arizona can get to the playoffs, they are this year's Eagles. I'm gonna except say, they, except for they won't win the Super Bowl. That's gonna be the Chiefs. I'm gonna say Seattle Chiefs. That's a that's a more realistic one. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I just think if Arizona gets there, I think that I think that the Kyler Murray Hopkins effect will be similar to the uh, Nick Foles Alshon Jeffrey effect. Yeah, I, I mean, it's either Seattle or Tampa for me. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. and NFC. Yeah. See, I, I think uh, Aaron Rodgers firing all cylinders, um, even with a lesser wide receiver group. Can can beat uh, uh, Seattle's defense, um, and I think when it when it comes down to like a shootout between the two, um, even though Russell Wilson is more maneuverable, I think that Aaron Rodgers is a bit more accurate, and I think he'll be able to get the job done. Because like I said when we were talking about them, I don't think Russell Wilson should be having to throw for you know thirty plus. You know, points a game. You know, it's the mm-hmm. defense that's really going to kill them in the end. And I think that uh, if they do meet in the playoffs, I think the Packers will give them the business. But it's all predictions right now. Yeah. Obviously. Um, but hey, we did it, guys. We're done. And uh, this will be going up the next day on the Spotify platforms. I don't think I'll be able to get the video version out tonight. Um, I might not be able to actually even upload a video version to my YouTube channel. I don't know if I have enough storage in my computer for a three-hour video. (laughs) No worries. um, It might be a Spotify-only type thing, but I think we had a great conversation here. I think lots of good points raised, some good discussion. Um, And thank you, Nomad, for joining us. Thank Uh, you. Sorry that I extended this a lot longer than normal. Nah, you're good. <laughs> I think last year's good or good start or bad start was like an hour forty. So, yeah, the extra hour with one extra person. Who who knows? Maybe we'll add a fourth person next year, huh? 
Yeah, right. yeah, you know, it, we, we keep adding, make it a whole week long conversation. There we go. <laughs> all right. Well, I think I think we all know um, who 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 the favorite teams are for each of us. Um, obviously, Browns for me, Browns for Gritty, and Washington for Nomad. So, if you don't have a team and you want to root for someone, root for our underdog teams, because the Browns and the Washington football team need your need your roots. Yes, <laughs> they need your cheering. Wait, wait. Uh, and and may may we both meet in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I I don't I'm not gonna go that far, but uh, <laughs> hey, you know. Let's just both make the playoffs first. I have a good track record with getting people from the UK the the route for our team. Uh, two people so yeah. far, so I I think that um, I think we're on a good track there. We're we're start we're planting little seeds. I know that uh, last year the London games the Jaguars were kind of like the favorite out there. But I think the Browns are going to start planting. I, I just planted a few seeds in there, and I think with uh, you know, I think I think we're going to germinate within the UK, and we're really going to. I I don't know what I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, thank you once again, Greedy and Nomad. It's a pleasure having you on. I'm no Andy the Ferret. This has been a an a bonus episode of Ferret sixty four. Um. And I hope to see you guys next time. Go Browns. See you. Go Washington football team. Let's get some bread. Let's get some dubs. I'm down. <laughs> Do it. Aight. Uh, Nomad, actually, Nomad, is there anything you want to plug before we jump uh, off? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, you can find me, uh, Nomad Eric, uh, on Twitter, on Twitch. Uh, and the Nomad on YouTube. I don't do much on YouTube right now. However, I do have my own podcast that I do on Sunday nights. Uh, Yemi was actually on it the last one. We didn't do one this past weekend just because topics were light. But we're going to be coming back this weekend uh, on my on my Twitch channel. Um, Yemi can vouch for it. It's a pretty fun show. Okay. Um, and um, yeah, I'm going to be actually uploading the podcast onto YouTube as well as a teaser that I'm going to be filming. I was going to film it tonight, but obviously that's not going to happen. So I'm going to be filming it tomorrow night. Um, so look for that there. Exciting things on the horizons. Yes. All right. Well, once again, I'm Yemi the Ferret. I've been here with... Grady Waffle. And Nomad Eric. And hey, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. See ya. Bye.